What's up, nerds? Welcome back to the table. I'm Antonio Padilla, and with me, as always, is my Lancelot, Cliff Miller. Cliff, say what's up. Yo, what's up, what's up? That's right. And uh, returning from his uh, his hiatus is uh, the wizard Merlin, Mr. Swagtastic. Swag, say what's up. What's up? <laughs> now, you've been pretty busy on your YouTube channel, and uh, that's that's why you sort of missed a couple episodes here and there. But... Uh, you know, if you follow the Nerds of the Roundtable Facebook page, uh, I did share a link to one of your videos where you discussed something that uh, Cliff and I discussed here on, on the show. So if you guys are interested in his his thoughts uh, on Robert Pattinson playing Batman, uh, check that out. So very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Today is going to be a really awesome episode. It's going to be a fun episode uh, since Swag is here and we didn't. Mm-hmm prep him things we're going to talk about so <laughs> you're going to be getting his honest reactions uh which is cool that's what i wanted uh so uh so to start the show off we're going to do a couple of follow-ups on some stuff swag and i uh, not swag and i sorry uh cliff and i talked about last week on the show the first one very cool we talked about uh how i, I cliff how did we agree on the the pronunciation on this name Black Adam director. Oh. Uh, I think it was Haume, right? Haume Colette yeah, Sarah. Haume. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it, like, literally right after we finished recording last week's episode, The Rock pretty much confirmed it on his Instagram account. He, he like, posted an image of the article, and he said, like, he was thrilled to confirm his friend, his buddy, uh, to be the director of Black Adam. So, I mean, there you go. The guy has the job, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Swag, I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, did Did you know about any of this yet? Oh, I listened to the last episode of the podcast, <laughs> like yeah, uh, so, recently. So yeah, I, I I heard everything. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Does Does that make you excited for the Black Adam movie? Yeah, even more so than I was before. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah, like I'm I'm just excited that we're getting news and updates about the project at this point. Yeah, same. So, yeah. Cliff, uh, I, I, I immediately tagged you in that post because I was like, oh, we were just talking about this. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, what do you think? What do you think now that it's official? No, I'm hyped. I mean, you know, it's cool that we're going to get the guy from Jungle Cruise, and I hope <laughs> yeah. that we can get what we've predicted in the movies. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I, I need <laughs> that. Like <laughs> I need it too, man. Like I don't I don't even care like what role. Like I, I want it. No, one hundred percent I care. I want Raz Al Ghul to be canon in this universe. That's what I want. That would be cool, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not I'm not against that. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's cool. And like uh, you know Cliff kind of last week when it was sort of a rumor, uh, you know, we said like it's probably because he he and The Rock had a good working relationship. The Rock basically confirmed that. He said they had a good time working on that film together. And, you know, now they're working again. This, this major. Cool. Very, very uh, super excited. Can't wait for this movie. It also makes me like even more like I I can't wait to rewatch Shazam. Like, cause I love that movie so much. And, uh, you know, like, like it, people who have seen the movie, you know, you know what I'm talking about without me saying it. So 
I'm kind of interested to revisit that part of the movie. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I think this is very cool. Confirmed, confirmed director for Black Adam. Can't wait. And then the other follow-up I wanted to do, uh, and Cliff and I discussed it very briefly before we started recording, but uh, we reported last week on the whole Swamp Thing fiasco, and oh man, the story just keeps getting more and more bizarre uh, the more information that comes out about that whole thing. So like last week we talked about how Cliff and I both heard different things regarding the cancellation of Swamp Thing. And as it turns out, both of those, those things might be true. Uh, there seems to be a lot of finger pointing going on over there as to what what really happened and who's responsible. You know, like a lot of people are like, oh, was it wasn't my fault. It was this person's fault. And then that person's saying, it wasn't my fault. It was this person's fault. So it seems like nobody really wants to own up uh, to, to being responsible or for what happened uh, because they know the fans are upset. And, you know, upset fans are not generally the people you want to deal with. So uh, needless to say, it's just sort of a mess. And I don't know if we're ever going to find out what really happened in regards to the show getting canceled. People asked James Wan what happened, and even he didn't know what. He, he straight up said, it's a mystery to me as to what happened. So when the executive producer can give us a straight answer, I don't know if we're ever going to get a straight answer. Um, but there is some good-ish news I guess, depending on how you look at it, because um, I heard that both the CW and HBO were looking at picking up the show for a season two. Yes. Um, and like, this is not shade. I'm not throwing shade at anybody. Everybody who knows CW and what they're doing with the superhero shows, but I, I really hope it's not them. Because just the, the way the show exists right now, it would not fit in with what they do over there. And Cliff, you'll agree with me because you've seen the show. Like, if it right. goes to another network, it should probably be HBO because they can keep like the level of violence and 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 just how just how scary and creepy it is without having to water any of it down. I wanted to go to Nick uh, Jr. So... <laughs> <laughs> You 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 laugh, man. But I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty sure somebody talked about that at some point. I don't know. Yo, can we put this on the Disney Channel? <laughs> the Disney Channel. <laughs> D- Disney steps in and they're like, "We'll take it. <laughs> we'll take it." <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, really, it's just uh, the story, the the ongoing saga of the Swamp Thing cancellation. It's just, it's muddy. Uh, no pun intended. It's kind of a swamp. So, <laughs> so Cliff, do you do you have thought, additional thoughts on this whole thing? Like, have you heard anything else about it? No, it just it feels like everything that you and I kind of reported on last week was just. I mean, it it is what it is. Like, it's just crazy. So, I didn't hear the rumor about HBO. So, I'm definitely kind of. I I really am rooting for them to pick it up because. Especially because everybody canceled yeah. their HBO subscriptions after Game of Thrones. They should re-sign <laughs> yeah. for Swamp Thing because the show is fire. I really, really hope that that's something they do. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you, too. And especially when you consider that HBO is doing that Watchmen series. Oh, yes. like Because then you could team... You could pair up Swamp Thing and Watchmen and call it like... Uh, I'm stealing this from... Uh, 
Mike Kalinowski, I heard him say this, but you could call it the Alan Alan Moore Power Hour. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like not gonna it. lie, I'd watch I would watch that every week. So <laughs> yeah, I really hope if anybody picks it up, I hope it's HBO. Uh anyway, so you know, like I said, we're just doing some follow. Uh so this week we got a lot of really cool stuff. And so we're gonna we're gonna start talking about that. Uh Cliff, uh this was something you brought up to me, and I didn't even think to to mention it on the show. So uh, I'll let you take this, take the lead on this one. We got a trailer for a new movie, and I did watch the trailer, and I gotta agree, it's pretty fire. But uh, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and take us into this one? Yeah. So um, interesting. This is how it got brought to me, right? So anybody who listens to the show or even listens to the other podcasts that we have understands that I'm a huge wrestling fan. So I was watching. Uh, another YouTube channel when an ad broke for a movie that I've never seen. Um, it starts with Ewan McGregor. He's just he's talking to a little girl and they're talking about magic. And eventually, uh, in the trailer, it's revealed that he called it The Shining, which leads mm-hmm. us to our movie, which is called Doctor Sleep. Um, if you guys had mm-hmm. not seen this trailer. Oh my god, this shit is so <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> I have to just it's go check it out. The words really can't explain it. Um I I there's so much good stuff that happened in this trailer that makes me it made me want to go back and rewatch The Shining just so that I can watch um watch this movie and just get ready for the sheer awesomeness that's going to be injected into my eyeballs, especially because <laughs> there's a couple of callbacks that are done in the movie. I'm not going to talk about what callbacks they are, but there are definitely a couple of callbacks and it's just interesting to see that, um, here we are in the future with, uh, you McGregor out here playing Danny and uh, it's it's so awesome. You guys just have to check it out for yourselves. I just, I cannot express that enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's interesting because uh, I knew this movie was happening. Like, I, I knew about it. But, like, it, it just didn't really, I don't know. Like, it, it didn't really do anything for me when I heard they were doing it. And, like, even after I heard Ewan McGregor was cast in the film and, that it was going to be a sequel, like an actual sequel, not like a remake or anything like that. Um, yeah, and then Cliff, he he was like, "You got to check out that trailer," and I was like, "All right," like like you know, like like it was some chore that I had to do, but <laughs> but I mean, I I watched it and I got like it it got me, it really got me. Like I didn't think I was going to react to it the way I did. So, I mean, yeah, like if you haven't seen it. Definitely check it out, especially if you're a fan of, um, if you're a fan of like Stephen King or just The Shining in general. Uh, go check it out, cause yeah, it it does a good job of establishing like you know this is, it's a new story, but it's a continuation of something that you are familiar with. So, yeah, definitely go give it a go give it a watch. Uh, you know, form your own opinions on that, and whatnot. But yeah, it it looks. It looks really good. And I did read, um, there was an interview with the director, uh, Mike Flanagan, I believe is his name, where he talked about one of the things he wanted to accomplish with this movie was to stay away from jump scares. 
and he said something interesting which made me think he was like uh name one jump scare that's in the shining you can't because there aren't any and i started thinking about it i was like oh he's right there aren't you know because that's when they made horror movies and they were actually about like atmosphere and tension and you know that that the building of the the feeling of dread and i was like oh cool so that's what he's doing like he's not just making like a crappy horror movie that you know most directors make nowadays that's really awesome i'm really interested in this movie so yeah i will definitely be checking it out definitely yeah i have to I have to give uh, it a, a big plus cuz there's like like i said there's you can in the trailer you just feel the tension and you're just like, Oh my God, like what is going on? Oh, yeah. And then yeah. they skip to another scene. You're like, no, I need a continuation. Why did you, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. The trailer is very well done. Very well done. I mean, and that's just the trailer. So, I mean, I can't wait to see the actual movie. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm, I'm very excited for a movie that I was originally kind of indifferent towards. So good job. Good job on you guys. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh to this week we also we got the premiere of something that I had been looking forward to for almost a year now. Uh Krypton returned to sci-fi this week. We got the season two premiere. And with that we also got some interesting news, which I'll get to uh in a little bit. But I kinda want to talk about the premiere episode. Like Cliff, I know you don't watch the show. Yet. Yeah. Uh, and Swag, I know you saw some of season one with me, yeah. but yeah, I don't know if you've, if you've kept up or anything like that, but, um, so prior to the premiere, I did kind of go back and watch season one just so I was, uh, so I knew where everything was, where all the characters were and whatnot. And so the season two, season two opens and it opens like, it's pretty, uh, it, it's Pretty much, well, I think it's like six months after the season one finale. So, and if you know how season one ended, it did not end well. <laughs> it didn't end well for anyone, except for, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, uh, General Zod. He seemed to get what he wanted, but no one else got what they wanted. So, uh, and you know, that's probably a bad thing. So season two, um, the the premiere was really cool. We got to we got to see a lot of really awesome things. Great performances from everybody who came back. Uh, Cameron Cuff, I give it up to you, sir. You really make me care about a character I didn't think I was going to care at all about. Uh, Segel, uh, Superman's fa- uh, grandfather. Uh, so there were a lot of really cool things in this episode. Uh, we got to see a lot more Brainiac, probably more than we got to see of him in last season altogether. It was pretty cool. My only real gripe with the season two premiere, and the more I thought about it, it, it sort of became a tiny, tiny, tiny little little gripe. Uh, like I said, Seg is trapped in the Phantom Zone with Brainiac, and they end up. And I, this is my only gripe with the episode. Um, Seg decides he's going to try and kill Brainiac. And so you see him like leap into action, right? And then we cut to a commercial break. I'm like, why? Why would you do that? I wanted to see that. And I'm like, fine, whatever. They got to make sure we come back, right? Show comes back on and we don't go back to that scene. 
we're somewhere else with other characters. And I'm like, all right, fine, whatever, but we're going to get to see that fight, right? By the time we come back to Seg, he's already defeated Brainiac. And I'm like, what? That's the part I wanted to see. Uh, And it kind of gets annoying because it's like, well, Brainiac is a villain that even Superman, with all of his superpowers, struggles to defeat. And you're telling me Seg, with no superpowers, by the way, was able to kill Brainiac? I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. And so I'm kind of like, and it was kind of disappointing because like, really, that's the last we see of Brainiac. We didn't even get to see how he died. But then I remembered, this is established in season one. This is not the real Brainiac. This is one of his drones. So the real Brainiac is presumably still aboard the Skull ship. So I'm sure we'll see him again. So that's why I said like that part. Not really a gripe, except for the part about how Seg was able to kill him. That was, I'm still struggling to come to terms with that, but whatever. Um, and then we don't get to see Doomsday in this episode, even though we were promised to see a full-on uh, Doomsday in rage mode. But then I saw the trailer for next week's episode, and it's like, oh, there he is. All right, cool. So, <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I, I'm still very much on board with Krypton. Uh, uh, I really what happened. Really excited to see um, more of a character that appears at the very end of the episode. And this is what brings up the news that came with the premiere. So at the very end of the episode, we are introduced to a character. Well, we got a tease for him a little bit earlier. And I didn't really put it together until much later. But uh, the main man, Lobo himself, shows up. Uh, and he, he captures Seg and Adam Strange. And it's pretty awesome. Uh, the actor who's playing him, like, really nailed the character. I'm such a fan. After And, like, he only has about three minutes of screen time in this episode. But he did it so well that I, I can't wait to see more. And I say that because the news broke right after the premiere that they are in active development of a Lobo spinoff series at Sci-Fi. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool they must have known while they were in production of season two of krypton like oh people are gonna love this we should probably start working on a new show for him and i mean they they were right because everything i've heard about from fans and whatnot like they all really liked what he did like even some people who when they saw the promotional photos they were like mm, i don't like the way he looks uh but after they saw the show everybody's like okay we're we're on board so i i really can't wait to see it so so yeah, so that's that that's my two cents on the Krypton season two premiere. Again, like that's just me talking because I know Cliff and Swag don't watch the show. So yet, but I mean, you guys, uh, tell me what you think. Like, uh, would would you be interested in the Lobo TV series? Yes. Yeah, man. Of course, you know me. <laughs> yeah, no, Swag. I know, I know you would. Like, I know you like Lobo. So oh yeah, that's why I'm asking. Like, yeah. So like when the spinoff happens, like, or hopefully when it happens, like, would you check that out? Like, I, you probably would, right? Yeah, for sure. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> All right. All right, so moving on, keeping in sort of with the same, the same world swag, uh, did you, you still haven't seen any of um, Young Justice Outsiders, have you? No, I have not. I still gotta oh. get around to catching up with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, 
but yeah, so they came back in Cliff, what was it? Was it January they came back? Yes. Yeah, I believe it was January. So they came back in January and they were doing, I think, two episodes a week. And then towards the end of the first half of the season, they did three episodes a week. So we got quite a few episodes. Uh, and then they went on break. And then that's when like Doom Patrol came in and now Swamp Thing. But uh, we got a full tra- trailer for the second part of season three. And we got the official release date. Uh, so that's that's very cool. It got me got me really. I mean, I was already excited about the show coming back, but like after having seen uh, Doom Patrol and now Swamp Thing, which again I'm sure we're going to talk about. I mean, I know we're going to talk more about it later, but I kind of forgot about Young <laughs> Justice. Like I hate to say that because I love that show so much, but I kind of did. Um, so when this trailer hit. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, there's more Young Justice coming. That's awesome. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm very excited for that. It drops in July. Mm-hmm. So next. So that'll keep me busy over the summer. <laughs> Cliff, what do you think of the trailer? Yo, I I dug it. I liked um, uh, Greg is back, obviously. Uh, we talked about that for his last mm-hmm. last season. So And I'm mm-hmm. I'm obviously a huge fan. Um, yeah, so I was hyped, man, and seeing yeah. him, and he was just like, yeah. I, and, and you had mentioned it um, during the premiere when they when they originally brought him back, that he had, like, the more, um, he's more like the adult type versus, like, the kid type from Teen Titans Go. So it was definitely mm-hmm. cool to hear him as, like, yeah, I got you. And then he was like, you turned yeah. into a giant fucking bear. And I'm like, yes. But no, like the whole series, <laughs> yeah. the whole th- the whole thing looked awesome. I'm just that's all I can say. I was just I was super hyped seeing it all together. Yeah, yeah, straight up. And I'm glad you brought up Greg because, yeah, like we we did talk about this uh, earlier in the year when the first half of the season was airing. But like, yeah, uh, and I did want to talk about it because we watched uh, Teen Titans go to the movies uh, <laughs> a couple days ago, and and so yeah, when I saw the trailer, I was like, yeah, it is. I remembered, like, yeah, it is Greg again, but, like, he is doing, uh, it's, uh, it's a bit older, not like an adult, but, because he's still a teenager, but, like, it's slightly older and a bit more mature than the version of the character he did on, uh, Teen Titans Go, but I like that, you know, I like that you can get the same voice actor to do the same character, but have him do two sort of different takes on it. Because, I mean, the same is, you could say the same for Cyborg, uh, not on Young Justice, but even the two different versions of uh, Teen Titans, the original Teen Titans and then Teen Titans. So it's still Carrie Payton, but he is doing two different versions of the voice. And that's that's very cool, I think. So, yeah, man, no, I'm I'm always down for more Young Justice. And, you know, I can't, can't really, I, yeah, I can't wait. Uh, until we get more so hell yeah yeah i <laughs> yeah, can't wait cannot wait and with that we're gonna take a quick break uh to because we got to pay some bills around here so we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor hey everybody i really do hope you love nerds of the round table did you know that you can actually get paid just for listening to this podcast? I know, it sounds insane, but it's true. We just discovered this free new app called PodCoin. 
and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. You listen to podcasts, and you earn PodCoin while you listen. Then you turn that PodCoin in for gift cards at places like Amazon or Starbucks. Or, if you're a good person, you could even donate that PodCoin to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. So here's what you do. Download the app right now on iPhone or Android, and I have a special code for you. Simply use our code, NERDS, and you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. And if you listen to enough of us on there, you can get a cappuccino at Starbucks or an Amazon gift card on us. So go ahead and go listen to this podcast, or any podcast on PodCoin, and sign up with the code NERDS. I swear, it'll change the way you listen to podcasts. All right, and we're back. I'm glad you uh, stuck it out with us there. <laughs> Unless you, you know, uh, just skipped over the ad, which yeah. please don't do that, because we got to pay, got to pay bills around here. <laughs> but anyway, so <laughs> yeah, we got to keep the lights on. We got to keep electricity going, or else, or else we have no show. So. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we got some really, really awesome news. Uh, this one just dropped today, like right before, well, not right before we started recording, but like a couple hours before we recorded. And Swag, this is something I really want to get your because I know this is a character you know, mm-hmm. uh, and this is a show that you, I know you've seen and you mm-hmm. So we know that Titans Season 2 is happening it is on its way uh, but it, it seems odd that we're just getting this piece of casting news just now since i i could have swore they were already done on production of season two but you know who am i to question it i'm just here to report the news but i've been hearing rumors for a while now that this character would be appearing in season two and then we got the official confirmation from both uh the titans uh, official social media accounts and the DC Universe social media accounts. But actor Drew Van Acker has been cast as Aqualad slash Tempest for Titans Season 2. And this got me excited. I, I don't know anything about this actor. Like, this is the first I've ever heard of him, but I did look him up real quick, and I I looked... Uh, the dude looks like he could be uh, Jason Momoa's little brother, <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's got the long flowing hair and everything, like, and I'm like, yo, I'm in, I'm <laughs> in. If this is our Aqualad, I'm totally in for it. So, like, swag. What do you think? What do you think about this, dude? That's awesome. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm already more hyped for the season two of Titans than I was before. Right. This right. Is be it's awesome. pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and I should I should uh, stress, uh, this is Garth Aqualad, not Calder from uh, Young Justice. Just for yeah. anybody who was confused. So, yeah, this is going to be the original version of Aqualad, and the way they did like the character breakdown, uh, they described him as having become his own hero and stepping out of the shadow of his mentor. He takes on the name Tempest, which he did in the comic books. And then joins the Titans. So it it sounds like what they're doing is like sort of a recurring theme where uh, any sidekick or whatever, like Robin, obviously he will become Nightwing. 
And so it seems like they're doing the same thing with Aqualad here, where it's like, you know, I'm I'm done being a sidekick. I you know I want to I want to be my own hero, and he's going to be Tempest. So that's pretty cool. Uh, what do you guys think about this? I'm in. I'm 100 percent in. Oh yeah, same. This, uh, yeah. this is going to be awesome, man. <laughs> I, I cannot wait. I'm just going to use the words know, that I'm Robin so said. <laughs> I'm going to use the words that Robin said and say, fuck Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm so excited for season two of Titans. Like you guys, have, you guys have no idea <laughs> like, because like, th- like let's do the rundown quickly for anybody who doesn't know on characters. We know are showing up in season two. Uh, we know we're getting Blade Wilson, AKA Deathstroke, which I'm so excited for. I can't wait to see this version of the character. We know we're getting his daughter, Rose Wilson, a.k.a. Ravager. We're getting his son, Joe Wilson, a.k.a. Jericho. So we're getting the entire Wilson family, which is awesome. (laughs) Um, We're going to get Bruce Wayne in the flesh this time, not just a a silhouette or the back of his head. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that right there has me excited. And then... Yeah. uh, uh, I totally forgot to mention this, but we also they confirmed that Mercy Graves would be appearing this season. They even announced who was playing her, but I completely forgot who it was. I, I apologize. Uh, Cliff, if you want to look that up for us real quick. Uh, so, yeah, we've got the Wilson family, we've got Bruce Wayne, we've got Mercy Graves, and now Aqualad? Like, this is... Lining up to be a pretty insane. good season, this, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, they're, they're giving us so many... Uh, comic book characters that yeah. I yeah it's it's crazy like I love it I <laughs> like this is what I was hoping this show would eventually become not that I didn't like season one I loved season one. Oh yeah but, same yeah but it, it seems like they're really opening up the world like it, it like they're because like wh- who are the characters we were introduced in season one it was Dick Grayson Robin uh Corey Anders Starfire Garfield, Logan, Beast Boy, Rachel Roth, Raven, uh, Donna Troy, Wonder Girl, which, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like uh, we're going to get to see her in her Wonder Girl suit this season. So that's going to be awesome. Uh, Hawk and Dove, both iterations of that team. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, we also, was... this this was the show that we were introduced to the Doom Patrol on. So... Oh man! <laughs> yeah, the first season. season yeah, now that you crazy. really think about it, season one was pretty big. But then, like, of course, they got to step it up for season two. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, of course. So yeah, I'm super excited. I can't wait. Um. So Cliff, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. You still with us? <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm staying on board. Kidding me? Missed up so much. <laughs> yeah, so good, so good. She can't wait. She stole my heart. So, all right. <laughs> yeah, I especially want to see. Uh, you know, I want to find out what happens with Trigon since we we got left yeah. hanging on that cliff. So, right, <laughs> bitches. All right. So, another story that I wanted to talk about here, and this is going to lead perfectly into the next one after that, and. Uh, all right, so 
we got a I don't know if this was from an early screening or what, but somebody online did a non-spoiler review of Joker starring Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, They posted it on Twitter uh, at Viewer Anon, like Viewer Anonymous. Great name, by the way. (laughs) Try Go ahead and keep yourself out of trouble. So what he said was, uh, this is, I'm reading directly his tweets. He said, Wanted to chew on this for a couple hours before saying anything. Joker screened tonight. It's a movie that is casual in its nastiness, a series of continual punches to the gut. If you're into that sort of thing, you'll love it. If not, dot, dot, dot. But then he clarifies, I am. Uh, He goes on to say, if you haven't seen Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker yet, you are going to cry. And pee your pants. It's the scariest effing thing on the planet so far the story is sad of course but the way he evolves into the joker oh lord heath ledger would be proud now i can't speak to the validity of uh these claims or or whatnot but uh if what he's saying is true that has me excited even more so than I already was. Uh, Swag, Cliff, what do you guys think of it? What do you guys make of any of this? I'm still 60%. I mean, the trailer kind of moved me a little bit. The more curiosity I got about it started tilting me a little bit. I'm still like on that fence. I'm like, I know I don't normally do this, but I was like, I might have to check out this story and just hearing more about, you know, the non-spoiler and someone like, Talking to us about what they saw, it's got me a little bit more pushed over. I guess more like 75% from saying fully yes. Just because part of me is still like, I I really don't want people exploring origin stories for a character that doesn't have a real origin story. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, I agree. Like, you and I have had that conversation so many times in the past where, like, even when this movie was first announced, I was like, I don't. I don't want to see an origin story for the Joker because he doesn't need one. But I don't know. I've come around, uh, you know, and especially since everybody has sort of been saying, oh, well, it's an Elseworld. It's Elseworld. It's Elseworld. This is not supposed to be anything definitive. That sort of eased eased my conscience a little bit. But yeah, man, I, I, I get why you, you'd, you'd still be a little uh, cautious about going into this one. But, uh, Swag, what do you think? What are your thoughts on this? Well, you know, I'm with you guys. Like, yeah, the the character of the Joker works without a backstory. But I am interested to see how this plays out. And just hearing that, like, I am I'm definitely going to give this movie a watch. I will. Yeah. I will check it out for sure. Yeah. 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 No, I, I mean, they already got my money. yeah i mean i mean they gotta work a little bit to get cliff's money for sure but you know (laughs) they got my money so but yeah no i i just you know i came across this story and i thought oh that's interesting that's interesting i mean he's saying he's saying things that are are uh reassuring to me anyways because you know i was i uh again like cliff i i always was sort of caught about going to a, a movie 
that focuses solely on the Joker. But like I said, you know, I've, I've sort of come around to the idea of it, the more I've seen of it and the more I've heard from the movie. So, you know, that, that, that always makes me feel better. So, yeah. Uh, and speaking of the Joker and swag, this is really what I wanted to get your, your, your reactions and your opinions on, as we know, yeah, as we know, we're getting a new Batman movie and like it or not, Robert, Robert Pattinson is our new Batman. Uh, I think we've all sort of made our peace with that, but you know what it, it is what it is. <laughs> but with that comes news of uh, the villains he's going to be facing in the movie, the villain or villains plural, uh, which we're going to get to that in a little bit. But this, uh, it's funny because I had heard this rumor floating around for about two weeks now, and Cliff brought it up to me today. Like I guess today was the first he heard of it at all. And I was like, oh, yeah, you didn't hear about that? He's like, no. <laughs> and I thought we should we should probably talk about it on the show. And Swag, I'm glad you're here for it. Because, <laughs> again, this is a character I know we all, we all have a connection to. We all sort of have feelings about. Uh, but so, and I have to stress, this is just a rumor. Okay, nothing nothing about this is official. We don't even know if this character is going to be in the movie. All right? I want to put that out there right now. We don't know anything about this for sure. It's just a rumor. But it's an interesting one. And I think that's that's why we want to talk about it. So the rumor is that with our new Batman, we might be getting a new Joker. And the rumor going around about that character is who might be playing him. Uh, And I'm just going to come out and say it because I think it's pretty rad. Uh, The rumor going around is that they're looking at Macaulay Culkin to play the Joker. You heard me right. Macaulay Culkin as the Joker. Cliff and I talked about this a little bit before we did the show. And I think we both agreed like, yeah, I'm into it. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, in, I'm into this. I'm totally into this. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't even have to. You don't have like I've seen some uh, photoshopped images of him as the Joker, yeah. and that only made me even more into it. <laughs> like I'm like, yo, I'm into this. I can yeah, swag. Like, what you... I didn't. I can see it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, that that would be very interesting. Right, it's interesting, yeah. And but like at the same time, it's not even like, oh man, that would be terrible. Like, no, I'm pretty sure it would work because, <laughs> like, yeah. even if you, because yeah. like if you've been keeping up with his acting career, he's been doing some really interesting film work, like really showcasing what he can do as an actor. Yeah, and it, it was that yeah. sort of yeah, it was that sort of in the back of my head that when I heard this, I was like yo, I'm okay with that. <laughs> like, if it's true, if it's true, I have to stress that enough. We don't know if there's any truth to this, but it's still an interesting rumor. So, yeah, Cliff, Swag, go ahead. Give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts. Don't hold anything back. Go on, Swag. <laughs> give your thoughts. Uh, dude, like, <laughs> I can't even, like, like I said, like, this would be <laughs> awesome, for sure, but I cannot <laughs> process it all in this... <laughs> I need time to think about this. 
Did that? Did it just blow your mind? Yes, like, yes. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's how it hit me too. Like when I first read that rumor, I was like, "Wait, what?" Because it wasn't that I didn't like it. Yeah. I just it was one of those things where I was like, "Yo, why?" <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Ah, but yeah, like Cliff, t- t- what 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 are your thoughts? Like, I I know, like you and I kind of already signed off on it before this, but like, <laughs> tell the people what you're thinking. All right, so I need Kevin McAllister 100 percent as this role. <laughs> like, oh, like the way he's grown up too. Like, I mean, he's like he's got like a long, lanky kind of like structure about him, mm-hmm. like body wise. Yeah. So yeah, his face fits it perfectly. One of my favorite. We were we were yeah. talking about this like. We both said something different, but we both agreed it has to be in this movie, right? So mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. said that there has to be at least a reference of Home Alone in this movie somewhere. But you had the great idea of him like slapping his face, and instead of doing the scream like he did with mm-hmm. the alcohol, he would just laugh. And like yeah. only yeah. a select few are really going to get that joke if it happens. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, but it, it's so board. it's so simple, it's so simple. But I guarantee you, the people who get it would like they lose their they lose their <laughs> minds over it. And oh, I mean, yeah. that's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. But I mean, you know, if you really want to have fun with it, like uh, Cliff, you had you had an idea. Why don't you go ahead and throw that one out there? <laughs> I was I was thinking <laughs> that like. Well, I don't know. I every ever since we talked about it, now I've had like numerous ideas pop through my head. Um, <laughs> so one of them I was thinking was um, actually crazy enough. I didn't run this by you. Uh, you can reenact the stairwell scene where like <laughs> Kevin McCaslin, you know, like Joker's like throwing paint cans down the stairs. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I would totally do that. I would. I would also. Even... I was. I was thinking that another one that he could do is, um, like, as he's, like, maybe he's robbing a convenience store, right? Mm-hmm. He could be like, hey, is this toothbrush certified by the ADA? Like, just yeah, exactly. something so simple. I would just, yo, I'm telling something you, like. So, just an offhanded reference. Yeah, like, yeah dude, that would yeah. be pretty awesome. <laughs> but uh, the other one that I just sort of came up with, like, just now, and this is a way that you could reference two different things. You could reference Home Alone 2, and it could also be like a reference to Jack Nicholson's Joker, where you could have him with the electronic buzzer, and he just like electrocutes someone. Because, you know, Jack's Joker did that in that yes. Batman movie. And, like, you know, the way he rigged up the uh, the jumper cables to the sink and uh, when Marv like got electrocuted. <laughs> so that, that one could work on, on two levels, I think. But yeah, man. I mean, you could do so many weird things with the character. You, I would um, like, like Cliff, what you were saying, like his appearance. Like normally, I don't. I know a lot of fan casting goes into like, well, who looks like the character. But like I said, Cole Culkin has kind of proven himself over over the years as also being a capable actor. But I got to agree with you, man. Like when I look at him. He does kind of remind me of the Joker from the Killing Joke. 
from the comic yes. books. He looks a lot like that version of the character. He really does. Yeah, man. It, yeah, it works. It works on so many levels, man. Like, so if it's true, and this, this is who they're, you, you got me. <laughs> you, you, you know, thumbs up. Thumbs. I need everybody yeah. that listens oh, to go this pro. I was gonna say I need everybody that listens to this program to at Boss Logic and get him to develop this character. Because we are all going to be on board as soon as he does it. (laughs) For sure. For sure. And like I said, I've seen some Photoshop images, but like, yeah, Boss Logic would kill it. (laughs) So yeah, everybody at Boss Logic, tell him we want to see this version of the character. (laughs) And he'll bang it out like real quick. He's so freaking talented. But yeah, so Swag, Swag, do you have any any final, like, have you collected yourself from that shock yet? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A little bit, but I still think I need to, you know, think about this. But I will say this. What if they do a whole thing? Maybe it could be at the end or just one of the encounters with the Joker where he takes you through this abandoned building and it's mm-hmm. booby trapped. And, you know, <laughs> he, he calls it the fun house, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's totally. Where, that's, that is where you can have the paint can. Yeah. Thing. Oh, for sure. And that's totally on brand too. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. it works. It works. It's so perfect. Oh, uh, somebody, somebody out there, make this happen. Like I don't care who it is, Matt Reeves or somebody at Warner Brothers who greenlights this. Like, please let it happen because I need to see it. And can we please, please? Can we please have the Joker break the fourth wall just one time, and he could be like. What do I look like? A page master? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's deep cuts right there. Yo, nineties the <laughs> kids. Nineties kids get that reference. Oh man. That all, takes me back. <laughs> all the fun stuff that we could come up with would just like have a Macaulay Culkin. I would I'll tell you what, it's funny because I wanted to I wanted to run this by you. Like so it is rumored, mm-hmm. right, that there's six villains attached to to mm-hmm. Matt Reeves's uh Batman film, right? I right. thought it would be kind of fun if we just like fantasy booked it and just said, well, fantasy casted booking is for wrestling. Yeah. Uh fantasy casted right. uh characters like our people for the roles. And right. I was I was kind right, of right, hoping right. that we could could do that cuz yeah, yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. So, so that that brings us to the other part of the story that I wanted to talk about, and uh, like what what Cliff just said. Like, yes, we're going to get into that. But uh, so the other piece of news we got are we got some we got news on the other villains that may or may not be appearing in the film. Uh, the two that sort of seem to be unofficially um, confirmed are the Penguin and Catwoman. But then this week we got news on some other villains that might be in the film. Uh, that being Two Face, the Riddler, uh, Firefly. Cliff, help me out. Who is it? Firefly. Firefly, and uh, who's the other one? Uh, oh, Mad Hatter. It was Mad Hatter. That. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. So those are the those are the six that uh, are being rumored to be included in the film. So, uh, so off the top, 
uh, before we get into fan casting, uh, Cliff, Swag, how many of these do you want to see and which of them do you not want to see? Like, go ahead and... Because, oh, like, no. I feel like... I, feel... <laughs> I would say the same well, like... thing. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I kind of... At this point, I'm kind of over the Penguin and Catwoman, especially since Catwoman we've seen uh, so many times. I mean, I I think there's still... I do still think there's room for maybe an improvement on live-action Penguin. So, like, I'm a little less over that one, but, like, I don't know. I don't know about Catwoman. That's the one I'm a little, like, you know, I'm a little, like, "Mm, maybe not that one. Uh, But the other ones, for sure, we could definitely improve on or would definitely be welcome additions to the uh, live-action film well and that's not even true because we've seen a lot of those in live action as well like even firefly we've seen two different live action versions of that one on arrow and one on gotham right so i can't even really say that that would be the first time we've seen them uh the riddler for sure i think needs to be done properly in a film because (laughs) the last movie version of the riddler was jim carrey and no disrespect to jim carrey but that's not who the Riddler is. Like, he played the Riddler like he was playing the Joker. Yep. And that's not who the Riddler is. So, and even uh, Two-Face, you know, like, no, that's not true. Because we had Aaron Eckhart and his performance as Two-Face was brilliant. Pretty good. Yeah. I love it. So, yeah, no, no, no. So, okay. So, now that I've sort of gotten that out of the way, uh, yeah, let's get into some fan casting here. Let's let's do it. Let's jump right into it. Let's start with the penguin because I've actually heard two names attached to this role. Uh, One of them seems to be, there seems to be some truth to this one because I know he's met with people at Warner Brothers and even Matt Reeves and he's constantly been teasing his involvement with the film and as this character. So I, I don't know if they're just waiting to actually come out and say, like, yeah, this is our Penguin. But the one actor that I I feel probably already has the role and just can't say anything about it yet uh, is Josh Gad. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard any of that or seen any of it, but, like, he he genuinely seems to be like, hey, like, I know he met with the people at Warner Brothers. I know he's spoken with Matt Reeves. And if you follow him on Twitter... He's constantly posting images of like the penguin or him reading Batman comics with the penguin in it. And it's like, hmm, I think he's trying to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I I I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I'm just telling people out there what I've seen and what I've heard. But in the off chance that it's not Josh Gad, uh, who do you guys go for for the penguin? I so I'm not going to lie. I was a huge fan of uh is it Robin Lord Taylor from Gotham mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. as Penguin. Yeah. I really am a fan of his. Um and I and I kind of liked his his style of it. But if I I I don't know, mm-hmm. I kind of want to keep it in that that same realm of of type of person that's kind of twisted the way that mm-hmm. he's kind of deranged. Mm, I 
man, I don't know. It's like, who's actually, no, I got a perfect kid. Sorry. I'm like legitimately like Googling this right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, cause I know, I know his, I know his name as soon as I saw him. Oh, Chandler Riggs. He played, uh, Carl Grimm's. Mm. Yeah. I think Chandler, Chandler Riggs. That's not bad. I like him. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, yeah, I kind of dig that. Uh, yeah, so uh, Swag. Swag, do you have anybody in mind for the Penguin? Uh, I, I kind of want to go back to a conversation me and you had a while back. Mm-hmm. Let's get Jonah Hill in this role. Yo! Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I forgot we had that conversation. Dude, I never yes. forgot. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Okay, so let's 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 paint that picture real quick because this was a real conversation Swag and I had. It came. We were watching War Dogs, War Dogs di- directed by Todd Phillips, who's directing the Joker movie. But <laughs> so yeah, we kind of we got talking about. Uh, I think I kind of offhandedly mentioned like I think Jonah Hill could be a pretty good Penguin. Yeah, and. And we kind of just took that idea and ran with it because we even came up with like the pitch for the character, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it would it would sort of be the character from War Dog, you know, like he's a gun runner because the penguin is the he's the arms dealer, you know. Yeah. So so you could just take that character and make him, but like we had a take on the character where he's he's kind of like a greasy like you know sort of a a Guido esque type character like mob character right where he's kind you know he's kind of like almost like he's a shady used car dealer you know what i mean (laughs) like yeah and you know it'd be jonah hill so he'd be there like hey come on guys i'm giving you a good deal on these weapons over here you know So you you trying to take me like what do you what do you take me for a loser like you know like (laughs) Like you could you could do so many interesting things with the character in sort of a modern uh a modern rendition of the character. So yeah, man, like swag, I'm glad you brought that up because I totally <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> but also I wanna kinda pitch this to you guys because uh I heard someone else talking about a pitch on the penguin and I really liked it. Um, so I thought I'd, I'd, pro- I'd present this to you guys to see what you thought of it. Now, this was not something I came up with. I'm not taking credit for it. It was, uh, Mark Bernard, Mark Bernardin. Uh, he's, uh, Kevin Smith's co-host on the fat man beyond podcast. Uh, but I was listening to that and he, they were talking about the penguin over there as well. Cause they were talking about like how the character might be in this movie, but Someone mentioned, I think it was Kevin Smith. Yeah, Kevin Smith. And I think maybe he brought this up because maybe he wants to play the Penguin. But he <laughs> said, uh, Does, uh, do we have to cast a fat person? And Mark was like, no, no. Honestly, I think the way you do it in modern day times is, and I'm paraphrasing, I'm not directly quoting him. But he said, like, uh, you can have him be a tall, in in shape, fit man, right? And that's the way we all look at him but on the inside he's so broken and so insecure that the person he sees in the mirror is sort of a short 
overweight, like balding guy. And like that's that represents who or what he is on the inside, you know? Mm-hmm. So like you could cast you could cast somebody like and this is not who I want, but I'm just like if you want like a super handsome dude, you could cast somebody like Matt Balmer as Oswald Cobblepot, the penguin, right? Like super handsome in in shape, super fit guy. But then, you know, like anytime he sees himself in the mirror, it's kind of, uh, you know, the, the, the typical version of the Penguin from the comic books that you see. And that would be an interesting dynamic to play with on screen, you know, because like, it's like that's, that's how he sees himself, even though the rest of the world sees this really good looking guy. And I'm really into that idea. So, like, what do you guys think of that? Yeah, it, it would be pretty sweet. Yeah, pretty I like that idea. idea. Yeah. Yeah. See, like, I, I really dug that idea, so I was like, oh, that'd be pretty cool. But yeah, I, w- I wouldn't know who to cast. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, like, I, I came up, uh, Swag and I came up with that idea for Jonah Hill, and I, I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm biased, because that was something that we sort of thought up, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Only thing I but, guess yeah, I would have man, to say, I don't... only thing I would have to say hmm. is if, if Josh Gad really is the guy for mm-hmm. penguin a lot of kids mm-hmm. are gonna be scarred because what are they gonna do <laughs> yes what are they gonna do when olaf goes off <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. like oh isn't, boy <laughs> isn't that guy in that guy in beauty and the beast why is he beating yeah. up batman yeah <laughs> Or try, trying to beat up Batman. Yeah. Batman. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> or like from Arkham City, why is he shooting a grenade launch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Olaf does the sound like that. So, why does yeah. he making that quack sound? <laughs> why is he why is he squawking like a bird? Because <laughs> he's the penguin. Get it? It's a bird. Like, ah, whatever. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> go back to your Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to your Fortnites and your PUBGs. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. So, uh, so let's talk about Catwoman uh, because I've also heard a rumor, and this one kind of seemed to die out real quick. But I heard uh, Vanessa Hudgens uh, attached to the role of Catwoman, but I don't know. That's really the only name I've heard attached to it. But. Uh, you guys feel free. Go for it. No, I actually... It's funny because it's going to sound... Oh, my God. It's going to make me feel worse. So, this season, they have uh, So You Think You Can Dance. Vanessa Hudgen has actually been a guest the last three seasons, I believe. And randomly, mm-hmm. she's not in this season. And it wasn't a sense that they wanted to go in a new direction. They like her as a judge, but she had other commitments while they were filming. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would That's be on board with Vanessa, especially <laughs> after um, God, what was uh, what was she in? Um, help me out, Antonio. You remember? Uh, they just it was the one about the girls in the psych ward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to mention that. I was like. Uh... Uh, Vanessa Hudgens, she has history with Zack Snyder because she was in Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch, thank oh, you. Yeah. Directed, <laughs> directed by Zack Snyder. Yeah, so, yeah, one. man, I'm a... <laughs> and, like, even just seeing her, like, her performance in that movie, like, yeah, I'd be down. 
Yeah. And like she has history with DC Comics as well. She was in the the short-lived and probably mostly forgotten uh, workplace sitcom Powerless, which also co-starred our boy Alan Tudyk. So oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, like she's got she's got history with uh, with two two pieces of this puzzle. So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I I'd be totally down for that. So Hell swag, yeah. what do you what do you think? Do you agree? Um... Yeah, or, guys. yeah. So yeah. I, I feel like I feel like we've hit a wall with Catwoman. So like I feel like we're all pretty <laughs> much down with that. Yeah. So all right, let's let's go on to something. Let's talk about somebody we haven't seen on film yet. This is someone we've seen on television, but not on film. Let's 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 do Firefly, because that's that's an interesting character altogether. Um. And especially since the versions they did on television were very uh, sort of not what I was expecting for the character. Because like on Arrow, he was a firefighter and he was, he was out for vengeance against uh, the people in his, his uh, I, don't know, I don't know what to call it for firefighters, but like his, his squad, you know, like the, they were his, his, his company, station. Uh, if you will. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like he felt like they left him behind to die. So he was out for revenge on them. Uh killing them off one by one by burning them alive. And that's kind of a far cry from the version of the character from the comic books who uh was like he he was a practical well he was a, a vi- not a vi- he was a pyrotechnics effects expert on movies. And, you know, he was horribly scarred in a, 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 an explosion that went wrong. And then, you know, he turned into the supervillain Firefly. Uh, but then, you know, I, I didn't watch much of Gotham. So I don't really know a whole lot about that version of the character. I know it was a woman rather than a man. Yeah. So, you know, so I don't, I can't really speak to that version of the character. But if we're introducing the character on film... Uh, who do you, who do you guys pick for the role? So I did like the aspect of a female kind of leading it. Mm-hmm. Um, so to get a, a wrap up of who she was, um, she was just a girl. She was really big into pyro, and she could like mm-hmm. set off like huge distractions, which is essentially what she was doing. Uh, but she had mm-hmm. fucked up, and like a bunch of like explo- like explosive got on her, and that's what caused her to get all scarred up, and in a suit. That they gate they made for her, which was supposed to be flame retardant, um, melted to her skin. So that's why she became Ooh. fire. So, yeah. Um, I think for me, uh, if I was to choose somebody, and that's like, and then this is only me wanting to stick in, inside the realm of like the female kind of area. Uh, mm-hmm. I would have to go with another person from Sucker Punch, um, Jamie Chung. Mm-hmm. I'm just a huge fan of hers. I loved her as Blink, and I know a lot of people didn't. I'm sorry. But I personally am a fan, so I would I would kind of lean that way. Yo, I love Jamie Chung too, and uh, you know she was in Sucker Punch as well. So yeah, <laughs> so that's that's pretty cool. That's well, wasn't she also in Gotham? She was. She was um, a love interest, actually. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. There you go. Um, but like, if you're if you're doing the male character, the version from the comic books, who do you pick? Uh, Matt Bomber. Just be honest. He's... I, I cannot argue that. 
I I love him I as cannot, negative and man. I will not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I cannot argue that and I will not argue that. That's a solid choice. <laughs> Swag, who who are, who are your go-to picks for Firefly? I don't know, man. That's kind of a difficult one. It uh, is, yeah, because even I'm having trouble thinking of anyone. <laughs> because they they the other guys killed off his character. What what would you guys think about Frank Grillo getting that that? Oh, yo, that that's a dope choice. That's a dope choice. I like that. Yeah. Uh the only problem I see with it is it the the scarred aspect of him is a little too close to crossbones. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. it feels like it feels like oh, he kind of already did that. But I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't say no to that. I love Frank. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'd be okay with that. Even even with the comparisons to Crossbow. Um I don't know. That's a tough one because you and I'm having trouble Yeah man. Coming up with someone to play that part. Uh Ray Liotta. <laughs> <laughs> just cause I just cause I love how intense he gets. You know, like if yeah. when he really when he really gets like sort of angry and, and, and intense, like I could see that working for Firefly. I know he'd never do it, but <laughs> it'd be pretty cool to see. Um, I don't know. It's tough. I don't know, man. I got no one. I keep thinking of like other people <laughs> that, that I really would really like to see in it. I think for mm-hmm. another person I was kind of thinking too was uh, Wes Bentley. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Make up for that Ghost Rider movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's yeah. Fun. I dig that. Wes Bentley, that's a good point. He's a talented actor. He's, uh, you know. And I think he's still kind of like in that think. same, he's like in the same age range as those guys. Because I think Robert Pattinson is like an 84, like he was born in 84. So, I mean, you could definitely like include him into that whole section. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 86, 86. Hmm. I'm stumped. <laughs> I think you guys pulled the best ones. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I'm down. I'm down. I'm down for any one of y'all's picks. Those are, those are solid. Those are solid choices. Uh, all right. So that's Firefly in the bag. Uh, let's talk about the Riddler because that's an interesting one. Like I said, that's, a, I feel that character needs to be. Uh, that's not a knock against uh, the actor who played him on, on Gotham. From what I saw, I thought he did a really good job. But I just mean like most people uh, most people still have Jim Carrey's version of the Riddler still sort of stuck in their head. So I feel like for a much wider audience that character still needs to be done properly. So uh, I'm going to have swag lead with this one swag who do you pick for the riddler i don't know man i really gotta think about that because yeah that that i do i do want to see the riddler you know on in live action just you know redeem that character in live action because mm-hmm. i have come to even though he's very annoying at times in those games i do want to I do want to see, like, the Arkham games really made me kind of 
again, mm-hmm. even though he was annoying, I kind of made me like the game, like the character a bit more. Oh yeah, yeah. And I mean and, like that's sort of that's sort of who the character is. He's supposed to be kind of condescending and like Yeah. Oh, I'm so much smarter than all of you. Uh and that's always <laughs> sort of his downfall. Um the the actor I always wanted to see as the Riddler and I he's probably a bit too old to do it now. But uh like back in the day I always I always said uh Greg Kinnear as the Riddler. Because I've seen him play so many characters where he's so like, so like smug, you know, and like he 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 can really do that sort of condescending, uh, like uh, type of character so well. And he was all he was always my top pick for the Riddler, uh, but like I said, I think he's a bit too old now. Although, like you could probably get away with an older Riddler. Like I think you could probably get away with that. <laughs> Like yeah. and like even build that into the character. Like he's he's an older person and because he's older he kind of feels like that entitles him to being superior. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I feel like you could feed that into the character. Um but yeah, that he was always my, my top pick. And it's kind of hard for me to see anybody else like in my head. So I don't know. Cliff, uh what do you got? So I have three <laughs> all right let's Um, hear it let's hear it it's it's probably gonna get worse to better right um but i find it interesting (laughs) in their different aspects uh Mm -hmm. and i i like your idea for the older kind of riddler so this kind of made me think of the last person Mm -hmm. but the first person we're going to talk about um shia labeouf like i've seen him play in different other movies i feel like he can be that like typical like upbeat condescending asshole that is the riddler and i i just feel mm-hmm. like he could he could pull it i'm not i'm not 100 i know a lot of people are gonna at me and be like oh it was a terrible pick i'm like yeah wait till you see the second one um so <laughs> <laughs> you know, um we talked about this movie uh a while ago actually um and ever since i've seen this movie i've been kind of i don't know I've seen things in a different light. So we talked about mm-hmm. the movie Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. And I have mm-hmm. to say, maybe we take Riddler in another aspect and make him more like charismatic, upbeat. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like how Gotham did at first. Well, not at first, but right towards the middle of the season uh, for for Riddler. And we use Zac Efron in that role. Because mm-hmm. he has... No, like I don't, I don't hate that. And it's funny you mentioned that. Like, I was going to throw him out there as Firefly because yeah. I like the idea of, like, because, you know, Zach is a really handsome dude and you can really play up the tragedy of a guy who is that good looking and then being horribly scarred. Yeah. But yeah, man, I could totally see him as the Riddler, too. He's very, yeah, he could be very, like, set that way. I agree. Actually, for Firefly, it would definitely fit because he is, like, in very good shape, too. And he does, like, all these crazy oh, yeah. things. Yeah, so he could definitely fit in that role. Um, and then the last one, as you were talking about an older person, I was thinking Zachary Quinto. Oh, dude, yeah, that's a great yeah. pick. That's a great pick right there. Oh my God. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> oh man, that's brilliant. 
I actually yeah, really want to see that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really yeah. want to see that now. Yes. I think we did. Done. We're done. That's the Riddler. Moving Cliff on. did it. <laughs> Cliff did it. He dropped the mic on the Riddler. We're done. We're not going to come up with anything better than that. <laughs> so, congratulations, Cliff. You won. Yeah. You won. Champion. <laughs> Champion. You won. You won the internet today. <laughs> no, like straight up, like that's the that's the best it's going to get. Zachary Quinto for the Riddler. Yes, do that. Make that happen. <laughs> All right. So, uh, we kind of talked about like I I feel like I should have saved this for this one because uh, I feel like it could work here as well. Let's talk about Two Face. Like I, I'm I'm just gonna say it. I think Zach Efron could pull that off as well. Because, uh, you know, again, you could play up the whole aspect of, like, well, he's this, you know, this handsome guy. You know, he's he's the guy everybody loves. And then this horrible thing happens to him. And, you know, he's he turns into this, uh, this uh, horrifying uh, supervillain. Uh, so, yeah, I think, I think that could work. But uh, that's not my first choice. I'm just saying, like, it could totally work. Uh, I've heard this one thrown about, and uh, I really like it. Like, this is something I've heard other fans say, and I'm like, yes, totally. Just because I'm a huge fan of this actor, and I think he can do anything. Uh, try and change my mind. But uh, Oscar Isaac has Two-Face. Yeah. That's, what, that's my number one choice right there. Like, yeah, do that. Yeah, I can definitely uh, what, see Who that. do you guys got for Two-Face? Cliff, you go for it, because I got one, but I'll leave it last. Jeez, <laughs> um, man. Oscar Isaac is, like, a great pick. <laughs> like, I'm trying yeah, to... Yeah, man. I'm like, yo, who, who else could I get? Uh, I I don't know. I'm going to have to... I'll have to... Uh, <laughs> Back take... down from this one. <laughs> yeah, just go ahead. Just go ahead and throw a name out there first, and then, like, I can, like try to come up with something okay. but yeah that's a that's a bomb ass pick <laughs> so bro, this this is going back like mm-hmm. what like maybe a year i i don't even remember but like a long time ago mm-hmm. like you 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 told me about this then you showed me this and like if you remember when i drop his name you'll remember when he mm-hmm. mentioned this nathan fillion yes oh that's right yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that. so I still want to see yeah, that. I want to see that too. And yeah, thank you. Thanks for bringing that up cuz like uh yeah, a little bit of story time here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this was a couple of years ago. And this was some like Nathan Fillion himself mentioned this and I was like, "Oh man, like I think this was during the time, yes, yeah, so this was a while ago. This was when Ben Affleck was still attached and he was still going to direct the movie. So this, you know, if this was going to be a thing, it's probably not happening anymore, but I would still love to see it. So anyway, the story goes like this. Uh, Nathan Fillion was at a a, a convention, and he was doing a Q&A. And someone asked him, they said, uh, if you were going to play a superhero for Marvel or for DC, whoever, uh, who would you like to play? And his answer was, I think all the good superheroes have been taken. But there are a lot of really great villains left to be played. And he said, uh, if I were going to play a 
a villain, I'd like to play someone who, you know, is maybe maybe a good looking guy, you know, and but then maybe something happens to him and he motioned over half of his face. And yeah. he said, then something happens to him and he's maybe not such a good looking guy anymore. And that sort of feeds into his anger and his rage. He never flat out said Two Face, but that sounds a lot like Two Face to me. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember talking to Swag about that after he said it. I was like, dude, I think I think he might be, he might be playing Two Face. Uh, but like I said, that was feels like a whole life lifetime ago. So, but yeah, no, I would still love to see that happen. But you know, I have my is. pick. It now. is what it is. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Michael B. Jordan. I'm not going to say no to that. <laughs> I mean, you put you you put Michael B. in anything, and I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that god awful Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to say, and you get like the really cool like throwback to. Billy D. Williams when he played Harvey Dent. So, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say no to that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take this in a different direction. And that's good. That's good. That's good thinking outside the box there, too. All right. So, who who are the other villains on the list? Like, we talked Penguin, Catwoman, Firefly, the Riddler, Two-Face. And... We saw the Mad Hatter. Yeah, Mad Hatter. Thank you very much. All right, I've got, I've got a pick for the Mad, and this is one I've been waiting, I've been waiting to use, because he's one of my favorite actors. Swag, you know this. I've talked to you about him multiple <laughs> times and how much I love him. Uh, and I think if you're gonna put him in a superhero movie, I don't think you'll find a better character for him to play. Uh, although he could play anything, honestly. Uh, he could play the Riddler, uh, again, if we're going with an older Riddler. But uh, Bill Nye. <laughs> I'm not talking about Bill Nye the science guy. I'm talking about Bill Nye. Uh, he was in, he was Davy Jones in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. He was Victor in the Underworld movies. Uh, he's in so many great movies, and he always kills it. Uh, he's my He's my go-to for the Mad Hatter. Uh, who do you guys got? Oh, jeez, man! <laughs> I was looking up. I was looking up Bill Nye. I'm not gonna lie, because <laughs> I was like, I want to see what this looks like now. And I was like, everything, everything you could Google only said Bill Nye the Science Guy. What a dick! Google it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, it's because you got to spell the name right. It's N I G H Y. Oh yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, man. Yeah, see, that's a good pick. That's a great pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, you you recognize him now, though, don't you? Clint? I do. I one hundred percent do. See, and that's just it. Like he's that actor who's in movie. Like you know him from something, uh, even if you don't recognize his name. But then you're like, oh yeah, for sure, that dude. Like he's a great actor. I love him because he always does really interesting stuff. Like he makes really bold and interesting choices in his performances. And that's what always keeps me entertained. So I would love to see what he does with a character like the Mad Hatter. I can see it. I can definitely so, see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Who do you got? Who do you got for Mad Hatter? I I can't think of anybody. I really tried. <laughs> well, it's a it's a tough character. It's a tough yeah. character to cast. Like for sure. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. So yeah. Cliff, what do you got? Freddie Highmore. That's a good one. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's our Kickstarter. I was like, yo, I I liked him a lot as Norman Bates in Bates Motel. Mm-hmm. I would think like mm-hmm. he just like he he has an ability well, to sure. be the crazy fucking kid. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> Charlie yeah, can do this. Yeah, it's crazy watching that kid. I say kid, like he's an adult now, but I mean, I still remember him as the little boy from uh what was it? Finding Neverland. Yeah. <laughs> and of, of course he played he played Charlie in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So I I always remember him as that little kid, but then like you see the evolution he's gone through as an actor to where he is now, like he was always a talented actor, but like like he's never fallen off, you know, like he never got bad. He's only nope. gotten better. So yeah, man, <laughs> put him in that role. I like him. And, uh, I think I had, I had another name on my tongue. Um, Oh, um, Elijah Woods. Oh, oh, that'd be, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Cause I've seen him play crazy before. <laughs> And then, kind of, he, when he does it, it's like creepy and yes. unsettling. Which and I think that good, yeah, yeah, like that's that's pretty on brand for the for the Mad yeah. Hatter. He's he's kind of creepy and unsettling. So, yeah, I can see that. Also, if it's if rumors are true with Macaulay Culkin mm-hmm. being the Joker and Elijah Woods mm-hmm. being the Mad Hatter. Dude, I I know exactly where you're going. Dude, I know exactly where you're going with this. This would be awesome. <laughs> yes, it would. Again, '90s kids are gonna know. <laughs> Y'all know where Cliff went with that. So, and if you don't, oh man, I could give you the yeah, dialogue that would set it off, right? Could you imagine <laughs> yes. just Joker just looking at the Mad Hatter and being like, "What are you, the good son?" <laughs> It's so cheesy. Or just in the most Joker way, he'd be like, "Oh, and the good son." Oh, you know, like, yes, <laughs> yes, that's how we that, need it. <laughs> that would be great. I would laugh so hard. <laughs> I'd be like, "I get it. I get it." Oh, oh my god, <laughs> I would do instead of like, ah, I get that one. I get it. Or like all the little kids looking up at me, I'd be like, "Shut." Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> what are you doing in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, and you with the ring. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> I'm just like, Dude, the Joker is the type of character you could get away with him literally being like, oh, Frodo, where's your ring? Yeah. You know, and it wouldn't be out of character. <laughs> right? Like, oh, my goodness. It's so, like, oh, dude, I think we're... We, We're throwing gold out here. Like somebody needs movie. to give us a call. Like, yeah, like, someone give us a call. Like we're we like you can hire us cheap. We'll do it for cheap, not for free, but we'll do it for cheap. <laughs> we, we we at least want a little bit of the cut. Like <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we'll take like you're not gonna miss it. Like one million will do. You're not gonna miss any of that money. <laughs> like it's you're gonna mil, make all the money. Writer. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's. I think I that's gonna, fair. Okay. I was gonna, I was gonna be like, each. 
<laughs> yeah, a, mil- a million each. You're not going to miss it. Don't worry about it. Yep. <laughs> That's pocket change right there. Yeah, I mean, you guys, you're doing all right. You're fine. <laughs> it's, yo, I'm just all thinking, right, like, so all the people that you could. I'm like, I literally am, like, racking my brain thinking of people that would like to see, like, as, mm-hmm. as like, different characters in the universe, right? But, like, mm-hmm. another person I would throw out there, and I, I don't know if a lot of people are going to be familiar with him, um, is Mikey mm-hmm. Day. Uh, he's a comedian. Oh, um, I know Mikey Day. There yeah. you go. See? I think he would definitely fit perfect in, like, like this kind of universe as far as, like, um, mm-hmm. you could use him as, like, a Riddler type, as if you wanted to be a very charismatic guy, or even as a drawn back guy, because I've seen his serious side, and it's it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Mikey Day would definitely work well. I like Terrence Killiam as well from Saturday Night Live. He's definitely got some great moves. Yeah. I was like, yo, like some of these younger kids are like just could fit so well in this role. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's tough to kind of uh it's tough it you know, it's tough to do fan casting cuz like, you know, like like I said a lot of the a lot of my picks for people that I've I've wanted to see in these roles for a long time like Greg Kinnear. But you know, like if I'm being 100% honest, I hope I hope they pick people that I would have never thought to pick or people I've never even heard of, you know, like like it's kind of a cliche at this point, but I mean still it holds up, but like you know, nobody knew who Christopher Reeve was when they cast him as Superman. He had like movies to his name and he wasn't even the star of those movies. Uh, and so and we all know like he blew everybody away with that performance. Yep. Um but then you know like you talk about like Michael Keaton and like the way people freaked out when he was cast as Batman cuz like people knew who he was but he was a comedian. He was a stand-up comedian. You know and they were like that's the guy who's going to play Batman. Ugh. So and you know of course he he proved everybody wrong. Um so yeah like I I'm, I'm totally like, like that's and, and again not to harp on this once again for like the third episode now but like that's why i've sort of taken taken a step back to the whole robert pattinson thing it's like you know we've seen how this plays out before people get upset and you know and then for the most part we're proven wrong so uh yeah (laughs) not to go on a tangent here but i mean like it it relates to like the casting of these other characters you know it's like whoever they get to do it Yo, I, I'm sure it'll be fine. Another, so. p- another pick for the penguin. I'm sorry, Peter mm. Dinklage. Yeah, go for it. Did you get that? Mm, no, Peter Dinklage. No, I didn't hear anything. We Peter need... Dinklage. Oh, yeah. dude. Oh man. Yeah, I wouldn't say no to that. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now the more That's you're thinking about, you're good. like, I'm, I'm... yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Totally for sure. Yeah. Again, why didn't I think of that? You know why I didn't think of it? It's because he's already appeared in, in he was in the X-Men movies and he's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's why I didn't think of it. But I mean, yeah. screw it. Screw it. Give him the hat trick. Let him show up in a DC film. Like, right. I, don't <laughs> I, I don't care. Do it. Yeah, I'd be down for that for sure. That uh, man could be in every series. You know, he, you know like he, he would also work for the Mad Hatter. I was thinking I, that too. Yeah. Yeah. You could totally have him play them. 
that's a pretty solid choice. Um, yeah, yeah, I like that. I like it. All right, so uh, uh, let, let's let's wrap up the fan casting segment here because we got to get into. We got a lot of really awesome coverage from uh, last weekend, right, Swag? It was last yeah, weekend. Man. After Cliff and I recorded the last episode that we did. So, uh, as you may or may not know, a big event in the gaming industry occurred uh, called E3. The uh, What does it stand for, Swag? Uh, the... Electronic Entertainment Expo? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. E3. And uh, that's where sort of all the big game developers go to... Uh, announce certain projects or products or to show off um, sort of, uh, you know, just anything they have to show off. So, uh, Swag, this is, uh, games is generally your segment. So uh, take us on the journey. What what happened at E3 this year? What were some of the, what were the big highlights that everybody was talking about? Well, let's start with the first one. And that was Sunday on Xbox's uh, conference, which <laughs> I'm not an Xbox gamer anymore. I didn't really care all that much for everything else. I was only there for CD Projekt Red to see what they had to announce about their upcoming game, Cyberpunk 2077. And... Oh boy, did they not disappoint. <laughs> oh, that... People are still like talking about it like today. Like it, it was so crazy that yeah. they they did their thing that they did last year, which they made it mm-hmm. seem like you know this, they hacked in and they showed us the yeah. trailer. And at the end of it, we got the reveal of Keanu Reeves playing the legendary. Johnny Silverhand. <laughs> yes. Now and this was everybody this was pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody over the lost, world lost their, their, mind. their minds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because because like here's the thing. Here's the thing about um uh cause swag like I wasn't really paying attention to any of the coverage or like cause I figured like I'll you know I'll hear about it eventually. But Swag sent me <laughs> the trailer, and like this, this was a game I was already looking forward to because I love um, to sort of clear up something because I know a lot of people don't know what this is. But cyberpunk is a subgenre of sci-fi; it's its own genre. So, and Swag knows that I'm a huge cyberpunk fan, so he kind of told me about this video game that was coming out, and you know, the title itself is cyberpunk. So I was already into the idea of this game from everything he told me. And so I was already excited about this game. I was looking forward to it. But then he sent me that trailer. He didn't tell me anything. He was like, check this out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I watched it and I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, 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 I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. You know, I'm like getting excited, right? Trailer ends. I'm like, all right, cool. But then the trailer kept going. <laughs> and... <laughs> Like lo and behold <laughs> yeah yeah like lo and behold uh uh keanu reeves <laughs> shows yeah. up in digital form and just bl- i was like wait what what like 
like I freaked out. Like I really did. Like it, it was. <laughs> I was like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> my first, like my first and honest reaction was, and Cliff knows this. My my reaction was, "Yo, Keanu Reeves is in everything right now. Like, what is going on?" <laughs> like, like I just saw John Wick three. Like what? <laughs> he's yep. everywhere. He's taking over the world right now. What is going on? <laughs> so. But I mean, like, I'm not complaining. Like, you give me all the Keanu Reeves. I'm, I'm oh, good. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I told Swag, my, <laughs> when I saw him, because the game is called Cyberpunk, my first, I told him, I was like, <laughs> yo, Johnny Mnemonic is in this game? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then Cliff told, uh, not Cliff, uh, Swag told me the character's name. His name, yeah. <laughs> which made it even better. <laughs> Go ahead and Go ahead and get into that swag. Well, uh, so first off, let me kind of say this. The game, it's not just something uh, CD Projekt Red thought up themselves. Mm-hmm. This game is based off of a an old 80s through 90s tabletop pen and paper uh, role-playing game. Uh, oh, that's cool. With, See, I didn't know the, that. With the same name, Cyberpunk. But that game had the name of Cyberpunk 2020. Ah, and so they're okay. they're building off of that. Mm-hmm. And so and they are they were fans. They were uh right. you know, they played the game when they were young. And so that when they got their their big gaming company, they thought, hey, let's take this and see if we can make a video game out of it. And so they talked to the creator. He's a really cool dude. I love him. Um, Mike Pondsmith, he's an awesome dude. And he's involved uh, helping with the story and all that. And it's reading all the lore for this game is amazing. All the backstory and all the, the detail and all this stuff, like the, the big corporations and all these other you know people that are involved in this this network of chaos in the the story it's really awesome so yeah i what i wanted to do is i wanted to talk about johnny silverhand and talk about his lore and background in the world yeah and And so see see there it is like when i said johnny mnemonic i wasn't that far off (laughs) so (laughs) So yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead and give us uh, some some of the character. Let us know it. So, Johnny Silverhand is a rocker boy, and rocker boys mm-hmm. are rebellious musicians who use music and to revolt uh, and fight authority. They're wait, a lot. Wait, wait, like... Hold up, hold up, hold up. Go for so it. So you're telling me the character he plays is sort of a combination of Johnny Mnemonic and Ted Theodore Logan. Yes, <laughs> I, I straight up no. said that. I said that to myself too. <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> yo, I'm even more excited than I already was. Like, all right, all right, keep going, keep going. I want to hear more. Yeah, so they are they are a lot like '80s punk rockers who look down on corporate sellouts as the traitors to the craft because nice. they are so charismatic. They can sway, incite, and charm a large number of people through music. Performances. Mm. And so um Johnny 
was he was in the Marine Corps. And All let right. me see if I can find that. So he was he was a he was a veteran in the military, mm-hmm. the US military. And he came out of that obviously with a hatred for the big corporations and the government and all that kind of thing. Right. Let me see if I can find that whole thing. So is this is this sort of uh how he came to acquire his uh his silver hand? Yes, I believe so. Right, right, right. Yeah, because yeah, I was, his, I was his gonna cyber yeah. Yeah, he, he in the word uh, to quote um well, not to quote, but in the words of uh, Deadpool himself, he's got a, a winter soldier arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, because as you were saying that, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so, all right, keep going, keep going. Uh, okay, so Johnny Silverhand is a central character throughout the cyberpunk series, as well as an influential rocker boy and the lead singer of the band Samurai. It was revealed that Johnny will be played, yeah, by Keanu Reeves in the upcoming video game. So that's dope. Uh, Johnny, alongside Morgan Blackhand, uh, assaulted mm. the Arasaka HQ in Night City, which is the one of the big mega corporations in the game, uh, mm. with the intention of ending the fourth corporate war. Which that's something complete, like on its own. Like it's huge. It's a very yeah. big event in the the history uh but johnny is seemingly you're 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 telling me all this and i'm like oh i've got a lot of reading to do yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah but uh johnny is seemingly killed by the full borg atom smasher cut down by an auto shotgun now this was something that i i did not know but it kind of if you pay attention to the trailer you see the the character the player character's um, optics kind of glitch, and you can see through Johnny like he just disappears and then comes mm-hmm. back. And I kind of had that idea that maybe he mm-hmm. was dead and not missing, and that had hmm. been confirmed. So yeah, he's he is dead, but they said that he is sort of like this. He is going to be a very big part of the game. So he's not just mm-hmm. some side character that you see and then forget about later on. He right. will be telling you where to go, what to do, and you know how to do things. And he'll be there interacting with you through different moments in the game. So he's he's going to be there. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. And I have my own theories about what's going on, but that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because even you just talking right now, I have certain ideas and theories. Ideas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's that's super interesting stuff. And, um, no, yeah, I, I feel like I should maybe explain a little bit about, like, sort of the subgenre of science fiction that is cyberpunk. cyberpunk like, yeah. it, it generally, like, everything you were telling me about this story, like, it lines up completely. <laughs> With, yeah, like, with the, uh, the traditional cyberpunk yeah. narrative yeah there's it it comes from sort of the the paranoia and fear of like uh the corp giant corporations taking over the world and like uh income inequality the, the income inequality that that creates throughout the world 
and so and it there there's generally a lot of like um you know like factions of people who are like you know revolution we must you know kill our masters that sort of thing yeah uh so yeah yeah no like everything you were you're talking about i was like yeah this is like this is serious cyberpunk stuff i see why they went with the name cyberpunk so (laughs) yeah and that's the that's a the thing about uh what uh mike pondsmith said about uh when one of the reasons why he wanted to create the game cyberpunk 2020 was because he wanted to because it was at the time it was a fairly new genre not that many people knew mm-hmm. about it and understood it mm-hmm. and so his his point with that that game was to get that genre out to more people and to ex, sort of explain to them what it is what it's about so that's kind of why yeah. you see all the all the core yeah, like all the, uh, genre. the the staples yeah. of the genre in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really cool, and that's um, like I know I've talked about it on the show before, but like hopefully now people understand what I was talking about when I talked about Mr. Robot. Like yeah. Mr. Robot is cyberpunk, uh, even though it doesn't look like traditional cyberpunk. But that's because Mr. Robot essentially, and I told you this, it's um, it's like the prequel to cyberpunk it's like how our world becomes that world and that's what really drew me into that series so so yeah just you know in case you didn't know what the genre was there's a a quick little explainer for you but Mm -hmm. yeah man i'm really excited for this game man like i was already excited for it and then i saw I saw Keanu Reeves <laughs> was in the game. Yeah, yeah same. <laughs> and I got same. I got even more excited. Like I told you, I was like, I think this is my most anticipated game right now. Yeah. Like straight up. Yeah. Uh, and it was awesome. Like I feel like we, we should probably talk about sort of the the moment that happened. Because <laughs> after after they did the trailer, right? And then they did the reveal that yeah. Keanu Reeves was in the game. Uh, he came out on stage. Yeah, and people lost their mind. Oh yeah, even I did here at home just watching the live stream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I saw the footage afterwards, and I was like, "Holy crap! These people are going crazy right now." Yeah, like they had no idea he was there. <laughs> yeah, I think anybody did. Uh, no, so... <laughs> it was insane. Yeah, it was awesome. So, but like the moment I want to talk about, it's the moment that people have been uh, posting mm-hmm. and reposting online. Yeah, yeah. But, but it was great. It was so it great. Was, it um, was very, it was great. But the reason I want to talk about it is because somebody, somebody else put this, put it to me like this. Uh, they said, "I've never seen someone be heckled so politely." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's true. Yeah. Like it was kind of a heckle, but like the <laughs> nicest heckle I've ever seen." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so so he's on he's on stage right he's talking about the game and he says something to the effect of uh when when you're playing the game and you're walking down the streets in the future it's it's breathtaking and someone yeah. in the audience yells out you're breathtaking <laughs> and, and the way he reacted to that <laughs> was yeah. such a keanu reeves reaction like he kind, <laughs> like he he 
sort of that little laugh he gave out, yeah. you know, and he, he kind of retreated into himself for a moment <laughs> and then came back out with, no, you're breathtaking. Like, yeah. that's such, that was such a Keanu Reeves moment. Like, so, like, like that's who he is. <laughs> uh, speak, and I can say that genuinely because, like, I've been a fan of Keanu Reeves my whole life. Uh, even when people were like, oh, why do you like that guy? He's such a terrible actor. And I'm like, screw you. But, <laughs> but like, I would watch every single movie he's in. And then like, you know, uh, during the, the DVD era, every movie I bought that he was in, I would watch all the special features on. And so I, I've seen so many behind the scenes interviews with the guy that I, I've seen him uh, react similarly to other things. <laughs> so, like, I know, like, he's just a big kid on the inside. Like, even though he's, like, 52 now, yeah, <laughs> like, he's still he's still just a child on the inside, and that was nice to see. <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, man, like, I'm, I'm so excited for this video game uh, <laughs> on so many levels and so many, like, I don't, I don't know, man, like, I I can't really speak to it because, like I said, I didn't really keep up with all the coverage that came out of E3, but, like, I, I feel like that game, I feel like it won, it won <laughs> E3. Yeah. Like, I feel like it made the biggest splash there. Uh, not And that's not shade at anybody else. Like, everybody else did fine for the most part. <laughs> there, there were a few uh, stumbles and misses that I heard about, and uh, yeah. ugh, the less we say about that, the better. But no, yeah, like I'm, I'm super excited about about this game, and um, like I said, man, uh, put Keanu Reeves in in anything, and I'm there. I watched that movie on Netflix, uh, Always Be My Maybe, just because. <laughs> uh, and spoiler alert, uh, he he cameos in the movie as himself, <laughs> so, and it's it's pretty great. Like he stole that whole movie, and he's not even the star <laughs> of that movie, so. But that's why I said, like, man, he's in everything right now. Like, what is? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, like, I'll 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 watch anything that he's in. I'll I'll play any video game he's in. Like, put him in all the video games. So yeah, and and, and yeah, be, yeah, you'll be really happy. Like, if you haven't, like, you probably have because you are very observant when it comes to the stuff. But yeah, like, you want to support Keanu Reeves' character in that game as much as you can. You you will be able to because the jacket that the the player character is always being shown wearing that has mm -hmm. the logo and the name of his his band on the back of it nice and so that is why he he refers to the player character as samurai when samurai you... yeah <laughs> yeah well when you told me that that was the name i was like yeah. oh that's why he <laughs> called him that okay yeah. right on so okay that yeah that's dope. That's really dope. So that's cool. Yeah, okay. So uh, now that we've got the cyberpunk slash Keanu Reeves love out of the way, <laughs> there was another There was another game that uh, they showed off some footage for. And it's a game that I'm pretty sure every nerd is excited for. And, like, don't get me wrong, like, because uh, Swag and Cliff want to get into on this specific game. But... Uh, before I get into that, like, uh, don't get me wrong. I think the game, it will, it it'll probably be a very good game. It'll probably be really fun to play. 
I'm not saying like the game is gonna suck, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, and Cliff, Cliff and I talked about this a little bit before we started recording, and Swag and I talked about it a little bit, so they already know where I'm going with this. But uh, before we get into all that, so we uh, and you guys help me out here because I I don't really remember. But um, who were the developers on this game? Square Inks, Crystal Dynamics, I think. Yeah, 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 and Square Square Enix is involved. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, those two developers—they showed off the first footage of the much heard about, but uh, never really confirmed, um, Marvel's uh, The Avengers video game. And again, like I said, like I, I did get excited about the game uh, for a couple of reasons. Um, the the voice cast and swag knows what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> specific specifically the inclusion of our boys. We love them, uh, and I know you guys love them too. Uh, Nolan North and Troy Baker, and they have been expertly cast as the science bros, uh, <laughs> Tony Stark and Bruce Banner. So that makes it even better. Uh, and like I said, like the game looks like it'll be a lot of fun. It really does. So I'm not saying it's going to suck. <laughs> um, now, now before we get into sort of the nitty-gritty of it, what were your guys' uh, initial reactions to it? Again, save the, save the big thing that we're going to talk about. But just like, uh, what do you guys think? Are you excited for the game? Uh, are you guys going to get your hands on it? And like, like, what do you think? What do you think? Are you excited? Are you happy with, with what we saw? Yeah, man, I'm... I... I'm very excited. I cannot wait to play it. I've already got I've already <laughs> talked to the crew of mine on who we're all gonna play so that way we don't have arguments on day one. <laughs> <laughs> you got you guys were already assigning characters. <laughs> yeah. like, That's right, awesome. Right. Who's got Stark? Who's got Banner? <laughs> all right, I'm just putting this out here for every anybody who who I play with, I'm I'm Captain America. All right, <laughs> dibs, dibs, deal with it. All right, <laughs> Cliff, what were your reactions to seeing the first uh, the first footage? So footage wise, man, I definitely found the story to be very interesting. Obviously, like we'll dig deep into the to the big fallibles that we saw in it. Um, mm-hmm. I found mm-hmm. it interesting that you know, obviously there's like a distraction. They're on the Quinn. It got taken down. I was like, man, I'm I'm very much a part of this. I like I like this aspect. I like the feel. Um, it looks like it's gonna be like obviously a great adventure type style game, and you're gonna be able to play with multiple friends. Mm-hmm. I see that. Uh, but yeah. I was like, I think for me, it's like graphically, it looked it looked great. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. look. Yeah, yeah. You could see the detail. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, like. Yeah, like when when I say visually it looked stunning, I mean like you know the the just how well put together it was. Like it looked it looked really good. Yeah, it looked I'm, like I'm New York on that swag. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The detail in it was was amazing. It looked looked fantastic. Yep. Um. <laughs> so now let's talk about the elephant in the room now, shall we? <laughs> um, <laughs> And like I said, like I spoke to both of you about this briefly before we started recording, so let's get right into it. Um, the character models don't look 
great. Um, <laughs> they look uh, it sort of the meme that I saw that I thought, yeah, that's spot on. Was uh, it was that scene from Spaceballs where he's like. <laughs> These are not them. You've captured their stunt doubles. Like that's exactly <laughs> what this looks like. Like, <laughs> like, because I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I get that. Like, <laughs> I get that it's the video game, and you're not necessarily going to model your characters to look like the people from the movie. Like Spider-Man didn't do that, and that was fine. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, these looked like really really low rent versions of these characters <laughs> like damn <laughs> yeah like these were like like even if you weren't going for like chris evans or whatever like this still looked like chris evans understudy like oh he's he got sick for this performance let's bring in his cousin who doesn't even really look like him like <laughs> like do, do, do you understand what i'm saying like <laughs> I like, do. Um, I do get and it. And like, why? Why did Tony Stark have a mullet? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't get that choice. Like, I get that he had one in the '90s, but this is 2019. Why? <laughs> why did we go back to the mullet look? I don't know, man. Like, I. And I've heard people say, like, "Hey, man, do you remember how awful the character models looked in Injustice 2 when they showed off the first footage?" Yeah, I do. And I get that this is probably not how they're going to look when the game finally comes out. Which it does but... come out like next year, so there's a yeah. lot of time for improvement. Yeah. Yeah, and I get that. I get that. I'm just saying, like, what made them think it was okay to show off these versions <laughs> of them? Like, I Did they really think people weren't going to tear them apart for this? Because <laughs> they look bad. Like, and I don't even mean, like, graphically. Like, you know, on that level, they look great you know the, the skin textures and everything the hair everything looks great i just mean like their faces like I said it looks like you got yeah it looks like you got the avengers like third cousin twice removed <laughs> to come in and, and and play the part <laughs> so i uh it just doesn't I'm, look good <laughs> like i'm glad you used that analogy yeah. because the one i was going to use was like it looked like all of them had to fart at the same time <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt. Like even Black Widow, or, Black Widow yeah. looked like she was like a silent or but it deadly looks like type. They ju- <laughs> yeah, it or it looked like they just smelled somebody fart. Yes. You know, like where they're like, yeah. So yeah, ah man, it just it looks. I feel like, and I know we've already used this analogy on a previous episode when we were talking about another horrible character design. Uh, that is getting redesigned as we speak. <laughs> but I've kind of felt like Weasel from Deadpool, and I was like, you are haunting to look at. <laughs> like, I was just staring at these models, like, like, oh, you guys should just put your masks on and never take them off. Because <laughs> when, when Captain America had the helmet on, like, he looked fine. It's when he doesn't have it off, that when he has it off, that I'm like, yeah. Like no, keep keep the keep the helmet on. Like I get why Chris Evans takes his off because you want to show that face, but this guy, no, don't show the face. Put that put that helmet on. Keep, keep it on. You keep that on. Yeah, <laughs> just go ahead and keep that. Don't take it off. Never. <laughs> you go ahead and super glue that to your head. Like, uh, 
Yeah, and like Black Widow, somebody somebody did a side by side, and they were like, she looks like uh, Maria Hill from the movies, but yeah. with red hair. I, and I was like, oh man, it does look like that. It was like, Smulders. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, do you think Kobe Smulders get, got paid for that? And someone was like, she will after her people see this. Like, I, <laughs> I just, all I kept thinking so, was like, yeah. did everybody get punched in the face at the same time? When they did the face capture. Because <laughs> that's what it looked like. They all made like... Everybody was like biting into a lemon at the same time. When the motion picture came through. Yeah. <laughs> they look like... Yeah, did, you know what? Perfect example. They look like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. In, uh, <laughs> and James on the back. James on the Bob Strike Back. <laughs> lemon oh, face. Yeah, the, ooh, <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> it does kind of look like that. <laughs> Everybody's gonna Google like that now. Were, yeah, we're gonna face? look up that scene now. <laughs> You're welcome, so, Son of Bob. <laughs> I mean, again, like anybody who's listening to this, like I, I'm not saying the like again, I'm not saying the game is gonna suck. It looks like it's gonna be all kinds of fun, but my God, I cannot wait to see what the like. I hope. Again, I'm sure these are not the final character models, but I mean. Whew, that was rough. <laughs> like <laughs> this looks like the first draft of these characters, and they were like, "Yeah, sure, show that off." Like, no, you should maybe do one more pass on them before you show this stuff. Like, I, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just was not good. Didn't look good. Uh, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Marvel, you know, you're kind of known for. Uh, uh, kind of uh, quality. So this was not your finest hour. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Right? Well, like... That's all I'm saying. And like we're we're kind of you know poking fun at you, but it, it's 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 all from a place of love, like because we know you're better than that. So, <laughs> well, here's uh, okay. So here's my problem. Right? Is that this is mm-hmm. being this is. You know, obviously Square Enix has their like hand pr- or fingerprints like all over this, right? And you mean right. to tell me that you released that Final Fantasy VII remake and that trailer <laughs> and yeah, that yeah. shit looked so, so fire? I cannot wait to get my hands oh, on this yeah. game. But then you gave us this shitty Marvel Avengers <laughs> facial features. <laughs> Come the fuck on, man! Like. <laughs> Yeah. You have a standard, and clearly yeah. this one went on tails, and you did not yeah, choose the head was side. Not it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you flipped the coin and like, lost. This, this ain't it, Chief. Come no, on, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm I'm with you, man. Because I'm glad you brought that up. Because that Final Fantasy remake looked amazing, and so, so yeah, like the comparison, it's like, ugh, come yeah. on. <laughs> Have given like maybe spend another couple days to like to polish this just just a little bit you know just a little bit right maybe give tony stark a haircut because that one was not working for me i know i keep going back to it but i mean come on the <laughs> there's no excuse for that mullet yeah there's no excuse for that so oh my goodness it wasn't cool then it's not cool now knock it off yeah it was never stop cool it. like please stop 
please stop. I don't know who put it in their in people's heads that the mullet was cool. But yeah, like I agree with Cliff. It wasn't cool then. It's not cool now. Knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so beyond that, Swag, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about from E3 this year? Um, I want to mention this because mm-hmm. I, I told you about this, but I didn't really get to quite talk about it a lot. And that is uh, the... Ghost Recon Breakpoint was showed off at, well, even more at uh, mm-hmm. Ubisoft's E3 conference. And at at the very end, they mentioned the fact that they had supported their game, the other, the game before this new one, uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, with mm-hmm. missions and all this other stuff like character packs with customization for your your character and new weapons and such. And they gave us a, an announcement that the Terminator was going to be Ooh, their first right. first uh, in-game event for uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. That's dope. And <laughs> the the way that they decided for that. The way that they revealed that was so it was it was very it was perfect it was amazing it was short but it got the point across and it got me very hyped because they they just showed a, a short little clip on the big screen uh on stage and it was all it was just like this smoke and you could it was black and you hear the theme song the Terminator theme, mm. and then you see the eyes glow, and it was amazing. And then that was it. And I, I freaked out, and I was immediately like, I was excited. I cannot right. wait to see that happen. But the, <laughs> yeah. the thing is, like, <laughs> I, I get that you know, like that they weren't the only ones with a, a Terminator reveal, because mm. apparently I didn't learn until after. But apparently, Gears of War Five is gonna do another uh, oh, really? Terminator thing as yeah. well. Yeah, they it's, are. It's yeah. Not, is it like? Are they doing anything super interesting, or is it just a character pack, Cliff? You would know. Um. So it looked like it was a character pack that they were gonna have on there. I know the way they introduced it was pretty sweet, where they, um, it looked like there's like a bunch of skulls oh. and a metal foot step oh, okay. down and they nice. stand up, and like then you saw like the the Terminator there. Um, so the way it sounded, it sounded like there was going to be an actual mission with it, but then there's also going to be like a skin that you could put over your characters too. Oh, okay. All right. That's well, what it made it seem I, like. Yeah. Now that I hear more about it, yeah, that that would be. But uh, that I would be cool. Yeah, I didn't know about that one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Gears of War, and also going back to the stuff that we were talking about months ago was uh, MK11 with the the Terminator being in the files. And we all know, obviously, with the new movie, that this is all, like, you know, promotional stuff to get people hyped. And I'm I'm glad. (laughs) I am really happy that they're doing all this stuff. It's awesome. But out of all of those games, I feel like, and I could be wrong, 
I mean, Gears, I have played Gears in the past, and they could probably they could do a good job at it. But I feel like with my experience with Ghost Recon Wildlands, I feel like with this event that they're doing, I feel like they they have the highest chance of handling this the best, in my mm. opinion. Because I feel like they can get that feel that if you remember Antonio, the the Terminator Salvation video game. I feel mm-hmm, like they yeah. can bring that that feel back to me, which I miss. And I yeah, really yeah. I really wanted something like that to happen again, but never had. So hearing this yeah. and thinking about it, like I think they could do something like that. Yeah, it, it yeah, sounds totally. Awesome. It it does, yeah, yeah. And I'm with you. Like I uh, you know, obviously we talked about this on a previous episode, but like you know how how big a, a terminator fan that i am so yeah it's, it's really cool to see all these all these uh video game well video game titles like doing these cool terminator promotions so that's that's very awesome that's very cool i can't wait to see uh can't wait to see how this all turns out yeah but you mentioned you you did touch upon something and i know cliff wants to talk a little bit more about that but uh you mentioned mortal kombat 11 yeah. and cliff uh we did get we did finally get some uh some confirmation on some some downloadable content that's coming soon oh, so yeah. go ahead and lay that down on all of us yo so can we be honest he finally got revealed the greatest badass of all fucking time spawn <laughs> was finally released well not released but at least the concept art was being shown off um I can't. Mm-hmm. I gotta be honest, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just shaking, waiting for this shit to fucking drop. That's all I'm gonna tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so we did finally get the confirmation that Spawn would indeed be joining the Mortal Kombat 11 uh, roster. Yeah. Uh, the 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 first actual confirmation was during the uh, Shang Tsung trailer, right? When at the end they they sort of revealed. Who did they reveal? It was Shang Tsung. Uh, uh, Nightwolf, Sindel, Nightwolf, and... Sindel. And Spawn. And then... Uh, was it I think rumor? it was Spawn. And then they said two, two, two additional characters, characters to be yeah. revealed. Yeah. And then with so the, that... the chainsaw effect and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was the first confirmation that Spawn would indeed be appearing in the game. But like Cliff said, we... We have since then seen the concept art, uh, which is awesome, uh, but we still have yet to see the fi- <laughs> the finished uh, character model. So I can't wait for that. So yeah, uh, Cliff, I know you're super excited about this because we all know how much you love Spawn. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> and and we all know how much you love Mortal Kombat. So you know, this like a match. Made put those two together, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I know, like Cliff. Cliff is on cloud nine right now. So <laughs> can we be, can we be, and I'll be honest, I haven't been this hyped about a DLC character since Freddy Krueger was in Mortal Kombat nine. Like I get it. We've had Jason, we've had Leatherface, we've had Predator, we've had Alien, you know, we've had Kratos um, on the PS4 side. But right now, like to me, this like spawn is, I'm telling you right now, if they fuck up spawn, I'm never buying a Mortal Kombat game again. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> 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 so, 
this is that, that shows you how how serious Cliff is. Like, yes, I mean he he loves he loves him some Spawn and so. some Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I will sacrifice and its know, life. And... <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I know how long Cliff has been waiting for Spawn to show up in one of these games because uh, the last time he showed up in a in a fighting game wasn't it Soul Calibur? Soul Calibur yeah. two. Yeah, only on Xbox. Yeah. The original Xbox. Yes. Oh my so god. Yeah, it's Old been a minute. Xbox. Yeah. It's been a while. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even I'm excited. And like I'm not even that big a spawn fan, but like I I am excited <laughs> to see what they do. So can't wait for that first Whew. finisher, that's all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't wait to see what his moveset is like. So that's gonna be dope. Yeah. Especially since you know they're gonna integrate like his chains and everything. Oh right. So yeah, that's gonna be pretty dope. Pretty dope. (laughs) All right. So uh if that's all we've got on the E three coverage, uh swag, was that all you had? Uh yeah, as far as I can think of. All right. Cliff, was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Yeah, actually. Um so Google uh announced uh Stadia. And they had the controller. They kind of talked about it. Um, They talked about the streaming. Um, The one thing that I really... I had to go dig in a little bit more and do some more research on it. Um, And swag, correct me if I'm wrong. But it's $10 to play, like, pretty much play games all month on on a system. Except for new release games, which you're going to have to pay full price for, right? Yeah. And and so the problem comes is... If Stadia fails and you've paid like two hundred dollars in games, <laughs> do you just lose those games? Like, cause it's cloud-based service. Like, what happens if the cloud, you know, if it fails and they shut down that cloud? Like, now you're just out two hundred bucks. Like, oh, like, yeah. ugh, like that really hurt my feelings. So I was like, I was hyped about it, but then I heard about like how much data you're gonna be using, um, and I was like, wow. Yeah, I was I was pretty. Im- impressed but also worried at the same time for people yeah. um who didn't know um i think they said a standard 10 i think they said a standard 4k game um was gonna burn like uh i forget what they said things like 35 gigabytes an hour like it was a, a lot of crazy yeah. data pulling wise and if you're one of those people who if you if you don't know if you have data cap or not you might want to check with your uh, internet provider because most people have a terabyte worth of data and you can burn that up within like less than i think they said it was 110 hours that you can burn all your data up just playing on 10k uh 4k Mm -hmm. so please go out there and make sure that if you have data cap that you know what it's set at that way you can adjust your game accordingly because you don't want to be playing a you know a cloud-based game and then all of a sudden your game gets fucked up and you don't know why so be very weary i just yeah, want to put yeah, that yeah. there for cliff, fans cliff brings up a, a very a very interesting and a very good point like if if this is something that you're interested in you have to uh you should definitely be aware of what you're getting into uh, your internet uh, oh, and even like, yeah, even your, your system, like your setup or whatever, like what you can and cannot handle because, you know, 4k, 4k eats up a lot of data, especially streaming. 
Like that's why it's it's still not the standard because it's 4K is such a large file format because of the the resolution and whatnot. It's going to eat up all your bandwidth. That's why you have to be sure your internet service provider uh, and whatever package you have uh, can support that kind of can support the the 4K format. Otherwise, yeah, you're going to burn through your your you're going to burn through your data. Like like you said, if you've got a data cap, yeah, you're going to burn through that real quick. So yeah, <laughs> if this is something that you're looking at, this is something that you you want to try, then you've got to make sure that uh, everything you have can support it. So yeah, Cliff, thanks for bringing that up because yeah, that's something important. And then we're kind of missing this blind. We're kind of missing the biggest news too because, I mean, aside from Cyberpunk 2077, which by the way, I didn't get through my Keanu love, and I'm not going to because you guys <laughs> did it all for me. Uh, Project <laughs> Scarlet got announced as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which was massive because I know everybody's hyped about the PS5 coming out. Yes, it is a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Project Scarlet was very announced, and it sounds like a great system. I'm I'm very interested to hear about more about the components that they customized, like they made in shop, just for the system itself. And it's supposed to be adaptable based on like uh, the gameplay that you're playing. They're gonna be able to adjust, you know, the way you're playing and how you're playing, and like the uh, all the RAM that they're gonna be loading into it. So. I'm very hyped uh, for Project Scarlet. Uh, yes, I am on the other side, as these two are more on the PlayStation. I am on the Xbox side, but I do have a PlayStation as well. So, um, but no, it's the Project Scarlet definitely caught my attention, and I'm I can't wait to like be able to get my hands on and actually play the system. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a, yeah, it's interesting you bring that up because. Uh, everything that they announced about Project Scarlet is um, eerily similar to everything we know about the PS5. That's all I'm saying. Correct. Anyways. <laughs> um... <laughs> so true. So, so true. That's, that's, that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, the for sure. It, it's it, it's it, um, This next generation of consoles is definitely going to be interesting. But do you guys have so... Halo? Because that was the shit. <laughs> God, Halo Infinity hey, looks uh, so good. <laughs> don't don't talk to me until we get actual freaking gameplay, all right? <laughs> I don't actual gameplay. That trailer was amazing. That's all I needed. <laughs> Dude, my trust has been broken at five, all right? I don't want to be broken again. I was heartbroken after that one. I cannot handle another hit like that. Here's the thing about me. Swaggery knows this, but I could care less about Halo. So. <laughs> played Halo 1 like all the way back then I played it like maybe once and I was like mm, not for me <laughs> and I've never looked back so I mean look if you enjoy Halo that's fine I'm just saying it's not for me <laughs> <laughs> alright so yeah so uh, yeah I guess that pretty much wraps up our E3 coverage Yep. Uh, thank you thank you Swag for doing all that mm-hmm. research and, and bringing all that to us Cliff thank you for doing your part you definitely brought up a lot of uh, interesting points that uh, we would have otherwise overlooked. So thanks for that. All right. So now let's get to uh, Cliff and I's favorite part of the show of every episode uh, where we're going to talk about Swamp Thing this week. And, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about Swamp Thing at the beginning of the show, but that was for other reasons. Um, and now, before we get into this week's episode, I do want to kind of say 
if you're like me and Cliff and you love this show, uh, I honestly believe that if we rally together and we make enough noise, I honestly think we can save this show. So, you know, get out there. Like, I've seen people out there, you know, spreading the hashtag uh, Save Swamp Thing. And honestly, I think if we just make enough noise and let the people in charge know that we want more of this show, I honestly think we might get it. But again, that, that all comes down to how hard we fight for it. So, you know. Uh, but I mean, when I say that, I mean, like, don't be, don't be a jerk and go harass people. I mean, just have your voice heard. Let them know that you want more of the show. That's what I'm saying. All right. So, Cliff. <laughs> This week's episode, like, I know you saw it before I did, and you told me, you were like, I mean, you didn't spoil anything, but you were like, this episode, fly, and boy, were you right. This episode (laughs) was awesome, was so good. Oh, I loved it so much. Uh, There was so much cool stuff that happened in this episode. Um, And, okay, another thing I want to mention before I forget, uh, I recently found out that uh, the suit, that Derek Mears wears as Swamp Thing, it was designed and built by the same people who built uh, Jason Momoa's Aquaman suit. Oh, nice. I, I mean, that makes sense because it's a, it's a James Wan production. But when I found that out, I was like, yo, that's why that suit looks so dope. <laughs> like, it, these guys made the, the Aquaman suit, and we all know how awesome that looked on screen. So, yeah, I want to give a shout-out to those guys because uh, they killed it once again. The suit looks amazing. And in this episode, we got to see much more of it. We got our best look at it so far. Uh, I mean, we'll get into that later. But I mean, like, I just want to give a shout out to everybody who worked on that suit. Looks amazing. Uh, so Cliff, uh, take us there, man. What did you think of this episode? What were your highlights? Uh, you know, what did you think? So first, uh, the very first thing I got to just highlight right off the bat was the fight scene mm-hmm. between Swamp Thing mm-hmm. and is it Rot? Is that who that was supposed to be? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm glad that they confirmed that on the show because that's sort of a a, a deep dive from the comic books because there's the Green, and you know Swamp Thing is the protector of the Green, and then the Rot is like entropy and decay, and they sort of always oppose each other. But there's also the Red, which is animal life. And these three forces kind of, you know, it's all about balance. If one of them gets too powerful, the other two will work together to sort of balance it out. So, I mean, that was cool that they confirmed that on the show. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's sort of a quick little explainer of what the green and what the rot is. So, yeah. Nice. I like it. Um, yeah, so I, f- I thought it was interesting, too, because then, like, he, like, obviously, like, he he realized who it was, and that's why he you know asked for that mm-hmm. man to be released. And then uh, I like the interaction yeah. between uh, our favorite doctor and Swamp Thing. Yes, you know she was like asking questions, and like he was like giving little answers. So it's kind of cool that he's able to speak. I mean, I know like he took on yes. a body, but obviously that's just one thing. Um, I think another highlight. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. Me- I'm glad you brought that up because I really like hearing Swamp Thing speak in this episode. Like, like whatever, because I don't know if, is that Derek Mears' voice or is that, was that Andy Bean? Maybe it was a comp, 
uh, it was both of them. I don't know, but it, it sounded really cool. It did sound like cool. when I heard him speak, I was like, yes, that's one thing. And then what I, um, and then the other, the other thing I want to talk about just before we move on real quick, mm -hmm. um, in that scene where Abby is talking to Swamp Thing, you know, and, and he, he kind of pulls the piece of glass out of her hair and he says, you know, he says, Abby, just that little moment where she reacted to it. Like, dude, like I almost like Crystal Reed is so good. Like, I swear to you in that moment, I almost cried. Like it was so like, she got me with that tiny little reaction. I was, ah. Such a beautiful moment, and I don't want to, you know, I didn't want to like skate by it. It was so good, but uh, go ahead. Oh no, I agree. It was amazing. Um, I think another scene that I really thought was great was the interaction. Um, God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck this up. I gotta go back and recheck this again. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like reading. So there was um, the interaction where Abby was talking to her. Um, She's talking to her fellow her fellow doctor, and she's like, mm -hmm. she's like, um, do you know who I am? And he was like, Nicki Minaj. He's like, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was laughing. Yeah, that was that was a, that great, was a moment. great moment. Yeah, such and, a great way to ease the tension. Right. <laughs> I love the fact that you know that was, and that's like another big point too, right? Where she's like, why, why is it fighting us? And he said, um, mm -hmm. and Swamp Thing was like, it's not, he said, not, not fighting fighting back fighting back and it finally yeah. she realized like take all this shit out <laughs> yeah was, was like, yeah that was that was a great moment yeah i loved it so, yeah yeah that was that was dope um and also like i want to talk about because uh there was a great moment uh when um swamp thing in in the fight between swamp thing and uh whoever that character was supposed to be the the person who was possessed by the rot mm-hmm you know, like when he comes bursting out of the floor, all like Batman style, like that was dope. That yeah, was a dope was. moment. Like I love that. I love that shot. Like if I could have that on repeat, I would just be playing it over and over again. <laughs> it was so good. Also, uh, but there was also a part where, uh, and again, I'm just sort of talking about highlights from the episode that I really loved. Like there's a, a moment where you see Swamp Thing sort of scream out in agony, but like you saw like, sort of the plant life over his mouth. You, you know what I'm yes. talking about, right? You know that yes. moment? I thought the special effects on that looked amazing. It was like, great. it was really good. I liked that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this show, it just, it looks amazing. It's well-written. It's well-performed. Like, like I, I, I know we're constantly just talking about how great this stuff is, but, like, people, it's because it's good. It's legitimately good. So, like, you guys should be watching. <laughs> should be watching this stuff. It's so good. Uh, but go ahead, Cliff. I think another one I really liked too was um, the interaction between the Averys, right? Where yes, obviously Will Patton, Mister Avery, mm -hmm. um, he's like trying to convince his wife, like to like be yes. with him, but he's like trying to sales pitch her in the same point, and she realized uh -huh. like, you don't need my money. You need my family's money. She's like, yeah. I'm not in with this. And then he was just like, no. And it's all because <laughs> Avery's daughter, being a spirit, mm -hmm. like came to talk to her mom and kind of woke her up out yeah. of like this trance 
which is really cool. Yeah, I really that appreciated was, that. That was a trippy scene. That I freaked. That was such a trippy scene. I'm not, <laughs> I legitimately watched this broad daylight, middle of the day. I still freaked out. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Like was There like, was still sunlight out. I had my windows open, and it still freaked me out. <laughs> like, the, the trippiest but, part, um, too was like the mirror still cracked. Like I thought legitimately, yeah. I thought she saw it crack and she saw her daughter. And then once the daughter faded away, it was still cracked. I was like, oh, yeah, nope. was still cracked. she was there. She was really there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad you brought this up because I almost forgot about it. But but what a great twist that uh, the, the, the Sunderlands, it's not – it's not that Avery is rich. It's that he married into a rich family. Like, what a great twist. Yep. <laughs> like, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> like, his wife comes from money, not him. Like, that's dope. Like, I did not see that coming. And so, that. like, I loved when she was like, no, I've had enough of, you know, funding you and your madness. And he's like, what? What are you? Are you? You can't cut me off. You it's like, bro, she off. just did. <laughs> like, I said. So, I yeah, think I that said was... that. I think I said the same thing. Yeah. I was like, no, dude, she just did. <laughs> Yo, so she just cut you off, bro. Like, yeah, that was a great, that was a great scene, and like I said, that was just a great twist because I wasn't expecting it. But yeah. also, like, we got so many cool like revelations in this episode, like, uh, the like just the fact that Avery and uh the sheriff. Like, there's clearly something going on between the two of them, right? Like, he's having an affair? Yeah. Like, that's... Again, I would have never... I did not see that coming. Yeah, that was wild. I'm not going to lie. I was like, dog. (laughs) Yeah. Your wife is right upstairs. (laughs) Exactly. Like, how creepy did that that scene play out? Like, when she heard the... Whatever it was that was... And... You know, he's like, no, 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 it's it's fine. She never comes down after, you know. It's like, dude, your wife is upstairs. <laughs> she, she's only like 12 and stairs, what's wrong bro. with you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, like, like that scene, I think that scene was great because of how, just how twisted it, it was. Like, oh my God, that dude. Like he's, like in the first two episodes, like I, I talked about this the last time we talked about the show, but it was like, you know, the way Will Patton plays the character, it's like, it's like, yeah, he's a bad guy, but at the same time, it's like, it, I don't know, is he? Like, he kind of seems like that uncle that everybody has, you know? But then in this episode, like, it's like, no, he's a bad guy. Like, he, <laughs> there's no, like, he goes full super villain in this episode. And, oh, yeah. There was no yeah, coming was, back from pretty... this episode. No, no, like he he is 100% a bad person. Uh, And I'm interested to see, you know, how this all plays out. Uh, But I also got to mention, we got more with uh, Dr. Jason Woodrow and his wife. And you learn that like his wife has uh, a degenerative brain disease, which how like that was heartbreaking to me especially since earlier in the episode he has that scene with abby right and he comes across like full-on supervillain in that scene where he you know he kind of laughs at her and he's like oh it's not the people that matter it's the science and it's like no dude it's the people that matter like what's wrong with you yeah like obviously you're a supervillain 
but then when he has that scene with his wife like dude it was so heartbreaking it's like like oh man like is that why he's doing this like do you think that's why he did is he trying to find some way to cure his wife maybe that's probably why he has accelerant i would i would think yeah because like he, he probably finds out that he probably knows that something in the swamp could help like bring her back so he has accelerant to like help Mm -hmm. develop something that can that could cure her it was crazy to me because like he said a line that was like god man if i was a single Mm -hmm. dude i would use this line um and i'll probably still (laughs) use this line now i mean being married and everything but he um he said uh, i'm trying i think i think it's something along the lines of like i'm trying to find something to cure you because I couldn't imagine my life without you. It was it was something to that effect. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruh. <laughs> that was a good line. It was yeah. a good line. Like... <laughs> but, yeah, I, it yeah. threw me off, too, at first because when she was like, when she said, hey, have you seen my medicine? I had it right here. Mm-hmm. And I, to me, I was like, oh, someone took her medicine because they want her to get sick. Then he was like, no, you already took it. And I was like, oh, bruh. Yeah, hurts. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I had a similar reaction because when she's like, "Have you seen my pills? I they were just right here." I was like, "Is he stealing her medicine?" Right. Because the way he reacted, it was kind of creepy. Where he kind of turns around and like looks like he's guilty, but then he's like, "No, you, you already took them." And then he takes them out of the cabinet, and I was like, "Yo, like, dude, she's." Oh. That's so heartbreaking. I was about to call Dwayne Johnson and, like, and ask him just... to lock him up in that cage. Lock him up in jail. Yeah. <laughs> ask him what it's worth. Like, it... yeah. <laughs> like, it was, yeah, that scene was, that was, that was tough. That was, but yeah, yeah, so. Oh, oh man. And then, <laughs> then, well, and then we had the end scene, right, with uh, Will mm-hmm. Patton, uh, Avery, Mr. Mm-hmm. Avery. Um, so earlier in the episode, um, his banker came to visit because a report. Uh, the reporters have been kind of asking questions, uh, so he mm-hmm. lets Mr. Avery know that he needs all the money, and if he's not going to get the money, he has to close out. Um, let the press know that Mr. Avery is yeah. in debt and in serious debt. So what we end up finding out is that the banker comes home, Mr. Avery makes a visit, and uh, I I don't know what wedge he used. But he went to town. <laughs> oh yeah, like like I said, he went full supervillain in this episode. Beat the like, piss out of this man with oh, and especially sand. especially that line when he puts him in the the tub, you know, and he's like, "Why?" And he's like, "This will make it easier to clean up." And then he he bashes him in the head with the the golf club. Like I was like, "Oh man!" Like, "Oh, he's done this before." Yeah, like this is not a good person. <laughs> No, he like peels he's the hair not a off. good guy. Yeah, like that was messed up. Just that little detail of him taking the hair, the like, the bloody hair off of the. Ugh. Like yeah, man. Like I said, he went full supervillain in this episode, and it was, it was terrifying, but it was awesome. <laughs> like like I mean like you know what I mean like it was it was, it was great to see him sort of embrace just how evil the character was. Right. Uh yeah, so yeah, man. Like like I said, man, this cast is phenomenal. Uh 
so yeah, man, like I, I, I really enjoyed this episode. I really did. There was so much good stuff here. So many great character moments. Oh, and I feel like we're forgetting one. Uh, we got a scene with Madame Xanadu and uh, our boy, the, the guy who will become Blue Devil, where we find out that he had sort of asked Madame Xanadu to look into his future multiple times. And the result is always something less than satisfying for him anyways. But we find, like, he, she does it again, and he's fully expecting it to come out the same as it has before. But something has changed, right? And it's like, uh, it seems to all be tied to Abby coming back home. So I don't know what that entails, uh, but I mean, it's pretty exciting that we're like, they're planting some of these seeds. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see where that goes. So me too. Yeah. It, pretty exciting stuff like that. <laughs> and again, like, uh, I don't mean to bring, to bring us down. Cause we're talking about how great this episode is, but I mean, that's kind of the bittersweet thing about this show knowing that it's been canceled. Cause it's like, like, it's so good. It's so good. Like I, I, I want, like so much of me wants to be like, I can't wait to see when this happens. But then it's like, well, are we gonna see it happen now? Like, I don't know. Like, uh, but like I said, that's why I, I, I kind of started this segment with telling people, like, you know, if you love the show as much as we do, like, make a lot of noise online and let people, let the people in charge know that we want more. So, uh, but yeah, no. Um, again, sorry to bring everybody down. <laughs> I loved this episode. Loved it so much. Cliff, uh, what would you rate this episode? Yeah, I would give it. I would give it nine and a half on this episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's about where I would put it. It's about a. It's about a nine and a half for me as well. It was solid, like really good. And like I said, there were really great moments, whether it was character moments or uh, action moments. Like I said, that that scene when Swap thing comes bursting out of the floor, that was awesome. <laughs> so yeah it's a 9 out of 5 for me uh, I mean 9.5 for me 9 out of 5 that would be an exceptional episode right there <laughs> but but yeah so uh, again uh, if you guys aren't watching Swamp Thing you need to be watching it because it's awesome alright so uh, I that's going to do it for us today so before we, before we close it out do any of you guys have Anything else you want to mention? Yeah, uh, I have two things, just real quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, both of them involve cyberpunk. Uh, the first right. one that I want to get out of the way immediately, because I'm probably going to forget it if I start with the other thing. Um, okay. So this involves uh, Johnny Silverhand again, and his whole backstory. Uh, Mike Pondsmith, the creator himself, he also made a book for the series. And that is when Johnny dies. He dies at the end of the book. And okay. he said in an interview recently, uh, at E3, uh, he said that everybody assumes because of the line, he's dead, Johnny's dead, that, mm-hmm. you know, Johnny's dead. 
but nobody took a look at the body. Ah. So it's just everybody just assumed that he's dead. And he even okay. he even said like right after he did that on purpose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I see. I see yeah. where he's going. Um but yeah, I I saw that interview and I thought that that was a pretty cool note from the creator himself. But that uh, is pretty cool. The the second thing I wanted to mention was uh in the the trailer with the the Keanu Reeves reveal um uh-huh. at the very beginning uh did you like you heard the music in the background right at the yeah. very beginning like yes, I did. did you did you hear uh i personally heard uh, some killer mike in there so i was yeah i did, yes yeah. i did notice that yeah <laughs> um i i thought that i was like wait did are they going to put some rtj in there some because rtj I really hope so. yes but uh, I hope so. The thing is, though, a really cool thing mm-hmm. to note is they said that all the music, or at least that I think that they said all the music for the game is originally made for the game. Yes. See, that's what I was going to say. I was like, are we going to get new RTJ? Because that yeah. would make me so excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that's what I'm thinking. I'm hoping. I'm like, I'm already, yes. I already really want the soundtrack for the song uh chipping in by yes johnny silverhand the, the song that they always play at the end of all of these trailers yes yeah i i want oh, that but yeah, now i'm so excited now hearing that all the music on the radio is going to be originally made and then hearing kill a mic in the background yeah. at the beginning of that it it makes me want this soundtrack even more <laughs> Yeah, and especially since we know uh, Mike and LP are big video game guys. Anyways, oh, yeah. I mean, like, they had that whole promotion with Gears of War. Anyways, yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, 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 it would not surprise me if they uh, created a whole new track for this video game. So, yes, yeah. thank, you for, thank you for bringing that to my attention, because now I'm even more excited <laughs> for this game. <laughs> I would love to see a, uh, an in-game concert or just two in-game NPCs yeah. for for them that would be awesome yeah if mike and lp are in this game like that'll make it even better oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah please 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 give me that (laughs) all right cliff did you have anything else you wanted to say no that's about it for me all right all right looks like uh it's funny folks like before we started recording we didn't think we were going to have enough content for a full episode and (laughs) boy were we we wrong (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we always manage to to pull something together, even if it's at the last minute. So uh, once again, thank you to all the new listeners out there. Uh, again, like uh, I'm really blown away by how many of you uh, found us and have stuck with us. So thank you. Thank you very much. And again, just to reiterate the last week's episode, we are going to get a Patreon going here soon. So, you know, You'll hear about that as it becomes available. So, yeah, thank you very much. And, you know, that's going to do it for this, for us this week. Swag, tell everybody where they can find you. Go ahead and plug your YouTube channel. Yeah, just go ahead and find me uh, on YouTube, uh, Mr. Swagtastic. Uh, hopefully going to be getting a new video series out soon. So you'll have that to look forward to. Yeah, definitely check out Swag on YouTube because... 
I mean, I say it all the time, but uh, his videos are very entertaining. And like I said, he did a video where he discussed his his thoughts on uh, the casting of Robert Pattinson as Batman. So if you want to find out what he thinks, go ahead and check that out. Uh, Cliff, uh, where can people find you? So you guys can find me on Franken Culture with the shows Frankensteiner, Get the KO, as well as Nerds of the Roundtable, which you can also check on Anchor. Um, also, you guys can, f- can find me on all your favorite social media outlets, um, CM underscore Miller 85. So if you want to find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Reddit, Discord, wherever, at me. Right on, right on. Go give Cliff some follows, give him some likes, show him some love online. Uh, and I'm Antonio Padilla. You can find me on Twitter at Tron Pilgrim. You can find me on Snapchat and Instagram at Tron Pilgrim 87. Don't forget to follow the Nerds of the Roundtable Facebook page. Uh, like I said, you can always keep up with what we're what we're interested in, what we're talking about. And if you want to join the discussion, uh, leave us some comments, whatnot. We're, I'm always updating the page, so be sure to follow that. And, uh, you know, once again... This is uh, Nerds of the Roundtable on anchor.fm slash nerds. Don't forget that you can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere podcasts are to be found. And don't forget to check us out on PodCoin. And that's going to do it for us this week. Join us next time. Same nerd time, same nerd channel. Good night, folks.